Well, hi, hi, hi there, my little droogies. I hope this Clockwork Orange reference finds you well. On tap today, we have a whole lot of movie talk, goddammit. I couldn't be more excited because I get a chat with uh, my big in the Sigma Alpha Epsilon fraternity in college. His name's Chris. Uh, he is a movie savant. And I'm also bringing on his little brother, Lucas, who happens to also be part of the same fraternity, but they're really brothers. It's, it's fabulous. So on this pod, we dissect that 90s movie bracket that I posted out earlier. Hopefully it's pissing people off. Uh, these two guys, I'm throwing them, if I'm going under the bus, they're coming over with me because all of us are responsible for that bracket results. So we dissect movies, we go into detail, we're catching up, and guess what? You guys are gonna enjoy every goddamn second. Recording, Lucas. It's we're oh, going live. It even tells me when you're recording. F- All right. Yes. Yeah, no oh, sleep. dude, Big Brother is watching. Am I right, Lucas? That is alarming. I'm under the, I'm under the government's thumb oh. as is, and that's not going to help me. Just Lucas, oh. if you have all the options on the screen, it doesn't show the recording. Oh, <laughs> you got to take the options off. <laughs> um, all right. First of all. <laughs> Because this is, you know, a show, people might not know you clowns. Uh, introduce yourselves. Who are you? What's going on? I'm Chris, and I'm not an alcoholic. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers to that, buddy. Cheers. Christopher, one, I remember meeting you back in Colecchio, and Ooh. I got pelted in the head by a goddamn football at a rush of it. I remember that. I remember uh, we all broke off, and you and I just happened to be the two warming up together. There we go. I Years later... Hard. Years later, you happen to smash your nose against uh, somebody's head at another rush event. You thought it was an accident, huh? Yeah, I believe. <laughs> thought that was an I accident. Someone else, if I'm not mistaken. What's that? Wasn't someone uh, throwing that pass? I was throwing that pass. That was what I'm saying. <laughs> your boy throws dimes. I, that yeah. uh, placed it. Placement. And uh, big mine was. Just say if you're not trying. To... Sorry, uh, you, uh, you cut you cut out there for a second. Sorry. No, I'm just saying, if you're not trying to stick someone in the ground and flag football, then you're not playing real football. No, like, it's, like, if anybody thinks it's flag football, it's a goddamn fool. It is full contact, baby. Uh, and the big in the fraternity, Sigma Alpha Epsilon, hail to thee. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Lu- Lucas, you are Chris's little brother, one might say. Quite literally, his little brother. I'll say, I'm sure more than just some would say that. That is uh, an actual fact. By That's a, a fact. <laughs> and that's the truth. Underrated. I know it was for a brief instant, but I am a member of Sigma Alpha Epsilon. Yes. So, let it, let it let it be known. Let it be known. We're all uh, metaphorical brothers there, and I am a literal brother to Chris as well. I love it. Or on this that's day, found out. Absolutely. Yeah. That was that blew my mind. That guy did not. How? If people are like watching, I would say look at their faces. How in the hell do you tell them apart by their calves? Apparently. Oh. oh, yes. Big time. Bigger brother in a few ways. Oh, oh. God damn it, Chris. All right, so uh, you guys, where are you guys about these days? Where are you located, Chris? Since we're doing this on Zoom. Do it. Just do uh, it. Down here in Laguna Niguel, Laguna California. Ge- in your new casa, no less. Congrats, you rascal. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, I feel like I haven't gotten to relax here much in the first month. I've been trying to plan and do a bunch of shit for the backyard, for the inside. Got look at you. 
Yeah. Look at you with these adult problems. It sickens me. Oh, I know. I just set up auto pay for my first mortgage payment, so that'll be fun when that comes out. It's like you don't, you don't have money, though. The owners do. The bank does. <laughs> yeah. I bet you cool. learn a lot during that experience. Oh, for sure. It's, uh, you know, most of the shit you learn in high school doesn't actually matter, but, you know, applying for mortgages, balancing bank accounts and all that shit, paying bills, that would be good to know. Cause, at, uh, at any point, did you have to use, in the house buying process, did you have to use the Pythagorean theorem? Not once. And no? Uh, Mind blown. Uh, I don't agree what? being the powerhouse the cell didn't come out either. Oh, my God. No, not one my, meiosis? Nope. <laughs> Nothing. No, no, no not science. at all. Uh, well, God damn it. Am I right, Lucas? Yeah, I, I haven't had to deal with the homeowning problem there, but believe me, uh, stand by it. High school is a, a, a broken system. I don't know how to do things on my own. So uh, Google <laughs> is very much like, even though YouTube's kind of gone down the drain with how many advertisements go on, I am highly Icky. grateful for all the people that actually want to help others and like, tutorial that I like put out tutorials because I myself will never put out a tutorial but I use them regularly so. <laughs> absolutely it's like thank god somebody else did it now I now I know as well oh. the wealth of the internet at the palm of our hands yes. and we are just I don't know like we're potentially for projects around the house, I know I will be a big YouTube fan around that time. You a uh, Lowe's guy or a Home Depot guy? Uh, I got the Home Depot near me, so. How, con how convenient. But I will drive for deals, so. <laughs> Hell today. We're not here for deals today, though. No, we're not. We have not assembled here because... Wait, right, Lucas, you're located in Santa Rosa, correct? So... I uh -oh. didn't know I'd actually be going down this path, but I have a lot of changes on my horizon as well. And I am actually relocating down to the South Bay area. South which, Bay? Which is going to be like in between San Francisco and San Jose. And I will be moving in with a girl that I've dated on and off for what's coming up on three and a half years now. So Really? We well, wow. The golf club, gentlemen, gentlemen. <laughs> you can do the Dumbledore. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that is like almost more insulting. It's like, oh yeah, you're worth the effort. This much effort. <laughs> Anywho, but it's probably magic that like sounds the same. Uh, positive. Oh, sorry, Luke. But you get this, Lucas. Okay, thank you. Um, and honestly, if you want to give like the full, uh, full cockiness of it too, you'll literally give a round of applause too. You know. Can't, no, can, no can do, buddy. No can do. It's fine. As long as it's not the double door, I'll take it. Not in that, <laughs> not in that jersey, you don't. Whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'll tip, I'll tip, I'll tip the cap to him. Tip the cap. Tip the cap. But let's move forward. <laughs> well, that's exciting. The price is wrong, bitch. Yes. South, South you'll, be going, you'll be close to Levi Stadium. Uh, exactly. I'll be very close to the stadium, and it'll be a good chance for me to submerge myself in one of the worst fan bases of all time of the Niner and Warrior gangs. So I am. Hey, 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 hey! It's not the fan base's fault that the owners up and left. You don't leave Candlestick. You don't leave the Golden Era. But apparently, Levi Stadium. God bless it. 
Um, <laughs> movements. I understand that it is a business at the end of the day. I'm talking about the general attitude in which fans carry themselves. The attitude, right? Niners, I'd say, are pretty pretentious, but Warriors fans are legit. It's the rich assholes that have flooded. What? what? There's a what? lot of band. There's a lot of bandwagon Warrior fans. Absolutely, oh, I've been on that bandwagon. Nothing about the bandwagon. Nothing about the delusional fans, which is oh, absolutely. <laughs> no, oh, like they're shit. like those fake fans, like. Are they going to fill up the arena? Like the, they're hoping so in San Francisco. That that team belonged to Oakland. That team, goddamn, belonged to Oakland, and they relocated it to San Francisco. F- you. Oakland doesn't deserve. <laughs> they got they got the A's. They deserve the they deserve the Raiders. I was to say they deserve the A's. They <laughs> they deserve both. Of them. They deserve the war. Like a little bit of hope, and it brought them. Hey man, hey, it brought some people together. Let me tell you what. But speaking of people brought together, that's us right now. And since you guys are uh, cinematic savants, we're going to test our knowledge. We're going to ask you some questions about movies. That's the lifeline. And right. uh, God damn it, we have this 90s bracket as well that was teased out to Instagram. I'm sure you saw on Bianca's Instagram, Chris, since you don't have one of your own. At least she, uh, you posted this on the IG. She didn't show me that. She did it? I'm, no, very, she, I'm disappointed. I'm, she th- it's Cinco de Mayo. She thinks it's all about her. She had shit on my shit. Eric, before we even digress into this, I have to say I'm very grateful for this opportunity here because I've seen the brackets that you put out in the past and they are abysmal. They oh, are- God. Everybody's a critic, huh? <laughs> they are highly. They're not all of this murderer's row that we have here, this gauntlet that is before me. <laughs> I, I have no issue with this listing. It is a phenomenal set of movies that we'll be going through, but I'm saying the outcomes of prior brackets are not with good reasons. What's Raw or Lion King? That's a winner. That's the best of. Toy Story? I thought I put some... some well, I guess it's objectively... Idiot. My reasoning for being the best, but I, I, I just think since I'm not really arguing with anybody else, that was all me going off the top of my head, like where the thoughts and myth and facts are, are one and the same. I was perturbed by the fact that Inside Out made Naughty. The final four, that was disheartening. what is it? How not? Is it just Pixar or Disney too? Uh, so the first bracket was all animated, like traditional animated, and then the second bracket was all Pixar. Yeah, okay, did Inside Out make it to the top four of all? Yeah, made, 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 made it the, the finals. Oh, don't so give me that. Back to my point. Ooh. I'm glad I can finally put some logic and reasoning into this and kind of please, you know, please get people back to square one. You know, absolutely, please. Pitfalls. Well, <laughs> all right, what, what's your guys' pick for best uh, Pixar? It's not Inside Out. <laughs> it's, it's no, no. Not, the winner was Toy, the winner was Toy Story. I mean, it's has to be has to be Toy Story. It's a family-friendly podcast. I don't know. I gotta check myself. It's it's family unfriendly. Like, but don't worry. I put bleeps in there. Look at that. Future Aaron's putting bleeps in here. So you know, go go wild, boys. Speak your wild. I mean, I don't know. Just know it's not Inside Out. Toy Story. I feel like kind of of like Lion King for the animated like Disney movies. You know, it's gonna go at least the finals. But competition is. Who's filling the second spot? That would be the question more than anything. After, I, I got you. Moana, uh, honestly, like, there's, I guess, I, I tried to rearrange the brackets to where, like, 
the worthy, more worthy movies are, I call them sacrificial lambs, go against a weak dick where they clearly make it around yeah. forward. Moana, I think, got snubbed because that could arguably be, if not the best movie. Like, it's like a story, a princess, and tremendous animation, the singing, I, I, even with Dwayne's Chief's daughter. Chief's daughter, not princess. Chief's daughter. <laughs> the kids don't care. The kid, she's a princess, <laughs> goddammit. Her hair is frizzy and wild and untamed, just like all the little girls watching and should have aspired to be. Uh, and then you got Dwayne Johnson. Which, I mean, if they ever did a live action Moana, you know for damn sure Rock's well, just coming back as himself. You're just purchasing, like, when you hire him, like, you, you, you're just getting preloaded charisma. Like, people are like, <laughs> okay, Dwayne, like, I, I love it just yeah. for him. Fuck it. Uh, you, know, you, you sign him up, you know what you want. You're gonna and you're gonna get exactly that. I watched I, a lot. But no, to your point, Moana actually gets very overlooked. I feel like mostly because it came out right after Frozen. Frozen, I think, is pretty overrated. Like it's a great, it's a great movie that I think puts a nice, like, a fun twist on like meeting your first love and all that. Um, yeah. But it's it's good, not great I, in my eyes. I would respectfully agree, but I think. It got so much love. I think the biggest drawback is that it just overshadowed other great movies that had come out around. Yeah, that. like a thorn in the ass. Like, it, it, there's no denying Frozen. You don't deny Frozen, but... No. No, like, to me, I will not lie. Yeah. Frozen probably shot up to the top small handful of Disney animated movies for me. Mm-hmm. I think another movie we're talking about overlooked in that Pixar realm. I'm going to go with up as my up. because frankly that one it tells a great story it could be a tourist story but eventually about how it's a redemption story essentially for the dad uh, for the grandpa there. yeah and for being a lazy turd and yeah i'll say bitter and like how like the age of time like takes away the sense of adventure and it tells a story about like a little bit of redemption there where he gets a chance to make a kid's life a little bit better and actually show them a whole new world while meanwhile you go into his past as well and you see why he's jaded, why he's harsh. And mm. then all throughout, there is obviously uh, good bits of comedy, mostly in part to the dog, but it has a lot more to it. And I think it gets overlooked, so. No, that's a very, very valid vote for best uh, Pixar movie. Plus it kicks you straight in the dick in the first five minutes. Yeah, so. that, that sullied me a little bit. <laughs> Speaking about uh, kicks in the dick, uh, last night, I don't mean to like, shift the, the combo so abruptly but i happened, i read the red wedding part of uh, game of thrones through catalan's oh, yeah that'll do it so i don't know you guys I, I don't know if it lessened the blow because i knew i mean I, knowing it was coming yeah is one thing but when you're reading a book and have no visual reference like i don't know how that would have shook me if i'm just reading if there's no show to like kind of base it off of Having read the chapter before the show even aired. Well, it's, it's like, I've, so, yeah, how'd that, like, take you? Were you like, what the f*** am I reading? Is this really happening? There's been, there's two chapters in my life that I've had to reread multiple times to make sure I understood what the f*** happened, and that was one of them. I think I read really? it three times, back to back to back. I'm going to take a guess at what the second one was, and that was Oberyn. No, that one just made me cry. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you got tear, teardrops in the pages? Like, two of my favorite characters died in the same book, approximately, like, 100 pages from each other. Oh, my God. 
Georgie yeah. boy's just yeah, you know he has clothespins on his nipples while he's while he's typing away while he's writing. Pretty much. I read, <laughs> that's the that's the only way to do it. No, legit. Wow. I'm pretty sure that's what he did because I read the interview where it explained why he did that. I'm just like mm. you're a sadistic. That's all you are. Nothing sacred. He just doesn't care. It's his world. Well, These people no, don't like, exist. No, no. <laughs> well, yeah, his uh, reasoning was well, you know, um, in any hero when like or in any book when the hero dies. The son always picks up arms and leads the victory and takes revenge. Like, so naturally I had to kill Rob Stark to make sure people didn't think that was going to happen. <laughs> it's like, you, 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 you that, at least let it on a little bit. That would have been too easy. God damn. But the way it led up to it, it was like, oh, everything's hunky-dory, Catalan. What an unlikable character, even in the book, Catalan. She's just such a worrying piece of shit. Just, well, she's worse in the books. Oh my God, it's miserable. And then just the way she like, jingles she just saws his neck until she feels bone i was like yep ah, i just hear like a raking in, in my head for some reason that's awful yeah uh, but no uh, lucas to your question the other chapter was actually when dumbledore oh. died that must have been that that, that was the second that was the first time i ever had to reread a chapter to make sure I what the hell just happened was that entirely unprecedented though like, or like uh not readable, like you didn't see that coming. Like it had to have some level of like expectancy. I mean, I think it was more, if I recall, I believe that chapter pretty much ended with like, he got hit and fell and then there was like no further explanation. So I'm like, uh, uh, uh. You think no it was shit, like, they're just teasing? <laughs> Did you think they're just teasing you? Like maybe they described it in a way that it would be like ambiguous and he wasn't dead or something? Yeah, like kinda, like something, I don't know, anything. <laughs> but he, he was done. I was hoping, but no, that was, uh, I don't know, maybe I was just so into it, I wasn't actually trying to like predict what was gonna happen, so when it did happen, it was just. Why didn't Dumbledore make any Hokrux of his own or something like that to combat the evil? Because to make one, you, I believe, had to kill someone or do something just seriously fucked up. Well, golly gee willikers, I think eight to 30 hardcore, conservative wizards that are down to die for the cause so their most powerful guy can be essentially inf like immortal oh i'm thinking you gotta <laughs> select short straws whatever these guys get it give them a year to like ball out like pamper them whatever give them their best life and then you kill them well and it's really tough like i i do agree with what you're saying because we're coming back to that age-old argument about the needs of the few outweighing the needs of the many oh my and god it's tough when Dumbledore goes, and then your next in line is a guy who's really not that good at magic, but he's like the hero and protagonist of the story. And mm. then after that, it's going to be a woman that clearly gets overlooked. And then behind that, and coming in the fourth place, is going to be a guy named Neville Longbottom. Okay. <laughs> That's that's your lineup. We can do better than that guy. I'm, maybe I'm, in maybe not. I'm telling Dumbledore to make Horcruxes. Yes. Yes. Fact. We just watched uh, Prisoner of Azkaban the other day, and my God, uh, on an individual level, Harry might be one of my least favorite protagonists ever. Oh my but God. Dude, like, can't get shit on. He doesn't do a damn thing on his mm -hmm. own ever. Like, Hermione in that movie ran the show. Yeah. Those just shows Harry. Honestly, it's kind of Go for it, Lucas. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm saying, kind of even like further that, yeah, it's it's tough to root for the main character when, frankly, the supporting cast is really the only reason they're there. We're yeah, talking yeah. about White Howard and the magic on the finals, you know, like ah! it, it's things like. <laughs> uh, 
But hey, Harry is brave and courageous, and that's all that matters. He's the chosen one. He's yeah, the chosen no, turd. real life, brave and courageous and being inept gets you f***ing shot in the face. It's all about who yeah. you know. All about who yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, I just thought, like, this is, like, a random philosophical question. Lucas, you use the quote, the the good of the many outweigh the, <laughs> what, what is it, the hurt of the few? <laughs> the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. So it's like, would you kill if it was for the best interest if half the civilization lives, say like a Thanos situation, that half of them die, does like one extra person make that difference to you if that's the many? Kill the other half or the one less? You cut out there. Oh, sorry. Uh, can you guys hear me? Now I can. No, oh, there we go. So would you go to that extreme, Lucas? Okay. It's... You snap your fingers. I... Wow. I think there's a sound argument that's been made for that. And obviously there's very <laughs> certain way. I'm willing to listen to all, all sides. Of Thank you. Surplus population, goddamn. Because, because to... <laughs> well, and to go even deeper on that, too, is that it's... It's one of those things Albert Einstein said... The mark of a genius is the ability to entertain a thought without being able to accept it. So therefore, if you're Ooh. able to understand exactly what's going on, you should still listen to it and <laughs> make a decision based on that too. You need to be able to take emotions and logic out or emotions out of it and look at it. The logical, rational perspective. So Man, I frankly, like that. maybe I would snap my fingers. I'm not sure. I think it would really, really be dependent. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Or maybe like a select few. Say you get, yeah, Chris, I, I feel like you're over. How many snaps do I get? Yeah. And a third one for myself. <laughs> Chris is that Italian grease ball that's walking up like. <laughs> <laughs> so like, do you get to personally snap everybody dead one by one? You walk by them. Bam. Oh. <laughs> you. you <laughs> Oh, you animals. Well, these are some horrifying thoughts. Uh, what scary movie, say like an irrational scary movie, like scarred you guys as a kid? What is something that's like crept with you irrationally? Like, I always thought for some reason sharks would be in my swimming pool because of Jaws. Like, that is by far the most horrifying thing I've ever seen. Yeah, Jaws, Jaws absolutely shaped, uh, shaped the spectrum there. And I was shook. If we're going the irrational perspective as well, it still honestly gets to me. And I had a lot of traumatic experiences growing up. And uh, signs. Yep. Signs. <laughs> oh, shit. Well and done. I have a sadistic family that knew that I was rattled by that movie. And like uh, Chris and my father would knock on my door, <laughs> open it up, and then they would make that clicking sound. And frankly, Oh, my God. <laughs> you sick f***s. I slept with the nightlight until I was probably in like sixth or seventh grade. <laughs> like I, I needed a lot of cooling. Do you have like glasses of water everywhere? <laughs> I uh, never, I never played baseball, but I wanted to swing away. I wanted swing to swing away. <laughs> swing away, Oscar-winning, Oscar award-winning Joaquin Phoenix. Swing away. Golly, Joaquin, Joaquin. <laughs> Uh, 
Hold on, running out of time. We've removed the 40-minute time limit on your group meeting. Love it. Oh, nice. All right, Zoom. Oh, my. Hooray. Hooray for school. Hooray for me. Sorry. Hooray uh, for me. Signs is, that scared the shit. I was curled up in a ball in the movie theaters watching that. That was a good one. Plus, it was like, one of the rare kind of suspenseful horror type movies that was actually good. It's when In Night Shyamalan was like, oh god, how many flops has that guy produced? Like, I'm just like, how did he wrangle Mark Wahlberg into doing The Happening? Oh. Like, what the hell? What a the village, the village started this decline. The village, Lady in Water, like some uh, was like another step down, and then The Happening was just a nail in the fuck. Was that like, was he just having fun with it? Like, just messing with us? I, and then, what's about James McAvoy? Uh, where oh, he's like, skits, split. Yeah, no, he's he's back. I would say Shyamalan's kind of back. Don't um, forget Avatar. Really, Don't forget Avatar. Uh, I'm trying to forget Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> I think by the way, lest uh, we forget. By the way, the animated series is coming to Netflix soon. I can't wait, dude. I've been going crazy with anime of late. Like, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a fan. They know how to write a goddamn story. Keep you coming back yep. for more. It's sick. some good ones out there. Uh, maybe we could uh, talk about that sometime if you're down to anime podcast, eh? More than just Dragon Ball Z, damn it. I've been smitten. I was going to say, I can't pretend to be an expert, but I know a few. I have. Like, whatever's on Netflix, like, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is actually my fing. <laughs> Jam on the flick. Yeah, I've That's heard of that one. Oh, so good. Uh, all right, but anyway, no, no, no anime. Movies, goddammit. Movies. Scariness. Uh, all right, so Lucas, signs. Chris, did you say yours, or did I just forget already? I have not. Um, there were mm. a few movies that kind of, I want to say, scared me a bit. Like, even Jurassic Park. I was Hell yeah. uh, maybe five years old when that came out, or when I first yeah. saw it, at least. That kind of fucked my brain for a minute. That was scary. Um, but not, not quite like you know, keep me up in the middle of the night. Actually, what I would say, the first one that legit scared the shit out of me was the not good prequel to The Exorcist that had um, mm. Bootstrap Bill. Uh, he was <laughs> Bootstraps, bootstraps. And for me, that was like the first like R-rated like horror movie I ever saw. So that one yeah. kind of up a bit. Um, the Omen? No, no, it's called, I think it's just called Exorcist The Beginning. Oh, I, didn't, I haven't seen that one. It's not very good. Looking oh, back, boy. it's not very good. Or scary, but when I was a kid, I mean, I was probably 10 when I saw that. So that, that definitely got my brain. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, the, the, uh, I remember uh, End of Days, uh, that movie with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> like, that scared the holy hell out of me because I was going, I, I was like a young Catholic schoolboy, and nothing w was scarier than the thought of the devil, like hell on earth, like that. He's coming, everybody's dying, he's, he's killing people, the devil's out of control, like, that frightened me as a lad. That and uh, Candyman. Candyman. You never actually seen the original. Oh, it's fucking scary. The, uh, the black dude with the bees and the hook, like, yeah. it's a frightening movie. Yeah, there's a sequel that was supposed to come out. Ugh. Well, no, it's by Jordan Peele. Oh. oh. All right, all right, I'll watch it. There you go, now it's, now it's okay. Yeah, that, that's appealing to me. It looks pretty good, but it got delayed with all this other. Aaron, that, oh. Aaron, your pun was noted. Don't you worry, I am fully aware of that. Um, Thank you. But yeah, if you want to talk about director that really came out of the game uh, hot, we're going to talk about Jordan Peele. Jordan yes. Peele. Yes. Do you think there's Jordan any? 
Any resentment on uh, Keegan-Michael Key's side of like, oh, I am the Adam Carolla to his Jimmy Kimmel. (laughs) Far greater success. Came out second in a two-man race in my eyes. To be fair, Keegan... Key or yeah, Keegan Michael Key, right? That one, uh, he's still acting a bit. I've seen him in a bunch of. He's done. Oh yeah, I still respect his like his. He's a, a legit career. Yeah, I like, like like recognize. Fucking ran train on it. Absolutely. I mean, he just shows what a talented guy, like how multifaceted he is. True. Really good movie. True. I haven't seen Us yet, but uh, I, I mean, oh, all due respect, true. I love good story writing. Is it pretty crazy? I I would say I probably like that better than Get Out. Really? I would say so. Yeah, Get Out was pretty good. All right, I'd give it a whirl. It's on it's on HBO, and I have time on my hands. <laughs> Supposing I could watch a movie. Yeah. I saw, uh, <laughs> God, what was it? Blade Runner 2047, I want to say. Nice. Not nice. a bad, that, that was that cool. Was- like, it's kind of long drawn out, but that's like, that's the type of movie it is. And... It is a very long movie, but I did. I thought it was well done. Yeah, I liked it. I, I'm starting to like fall in love with the original one too. Of just like it's kind yeah. of it's cheesy, like the kind of phony music. It's always rainy. I don't know. Like there, there's a nice uh, three-hour meditation to Blade Runner music on YouTube. It's just falling rain with the here, like a little <laughs> little jazz, little jazz. All right, that's a question. Good job, guys. We got a question down. Woohoo! And Zoom remove the time limit. Let's go. That's for the best because we're 30 minutes in and we got one question done. Let's go. Hey, but there's plenty of uh, digressive banter before that, Mr. Mustache. Hey, where the hell's yours, Lucas? I had to shave the day, bro. I uh, I have to wear N95 masks on a daily basis for my work. Therefore, facial hair is at the bare minimum for the kid. Very good. <laughs> it's, looking, it's looking smooth, though. Looking nice. Yeah, the internet. For me, the N95s at work just make me not have to shave every day anymore. <laughs> oh, I use it as concealant. Huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no one, no superior ever sees my face anymore, so I don't give a. Shit. You can be anybody. Yep. Faceless man, you are. Uh, bah, 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 bah. What have been like other otherwise influential movies in your life? Like, what's given you the juice? What's made you kind of feel a certain way? Oh, What's made <laughs> you know? It's okay to open up your heart, Chris. You big bad man. No, it's just where to begin, or like which ones to narrow it down to. There's like comedies, or like remember the Titans? All I, I remember all, that always gave me the juice. I'm gonna go play a good game of football. Maybe face some adversity. Throw a, somebody throw a brick through my window. Get pumped up. Oh, I have, mm. uh, I'll go In, second. Indiana <laughs> Indiana Jones Indiana Jones perhaps. Uh, a movie that's, in my opinion, wildly overlooked, but always been one of my favorites. Don't say it, don't the entire say plot line. What? What are you gonna say, Chris? Because I think if it's the one I'm thinking uh, of, that's I doubt it. Actually, I'm gonna take a different turn on this than you're expecting. Oh. Uh, it's oh, it's overlooked. It's got a great cast and honestly a decent soundtrack to it as well, but oh. still not considered like an overall like. Phenomenal movie, A Knight's Tale. Hey, that is a, that's a really good movie. Solid flick. I'm uh, saying it's... Have Vision in there and Robert Baratheon. 
It's a young Heath Ledger, and it's yep. a story of humble beginnings of where you don't belong there, and you're going against the uh, aristocracy, and you're going to make your own path, you know? I love I it. I love it. I thought you were going to say replacements. Solid answer. <laughs> <laughs> I had that on like the back burner as well. Yeah. That movie's just kick ass. I love that movie. <laughs> that damn speech at the end, man. Uh, remember, like, uh, I, I watched Star Wars before Fellowship of the Ring, but I remember Lord of the Rings was kind of the movie like I watched over and over and over and being like, okay, this is like solidifying the fact that I'm indeed a nerd and like this is what I'm into. I just like gravitated towards it. Yeah, no, that uh, Boromir's last little speech I always admired. Oh, uh, not, but there's some awesome monologues. And, yeah, good little farewell there. Oh, um, yeah. Damn, movies that inspired or shaped me. Um, I mean, how many Daniel Day Lewis movies can I list? Oh god, <laughs> I knew I knew you'd break them out. It, uh, it's like gang, gangs in New York. Yeah, no, that's goddamn. That's just an intense movie. I don't know if I want to that's shape myself. Craziest movie. Them. You also <laughs> can't say like, how many can you name because there's only like six of them. I mean, oh. one movie after like five years. Like, hey, yeah. makes Each you one want to. Gets him an Oscar. <laughs> Doesn't matter what he does. He could do a porno. <laughs> Probably. I bet he would own that. I bet he would do one just to like for the like. I have conquered all cinematic mediums. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis production. Spoiler alert, he hasn't. I've looked it up. It's not there. It's not? <laughs> I guarantee you they have like a doppelganger somewhere or something like oh, that. Oh, it's too bad. Uh, give uh, give 2020 a movie title. You don't need to make one up. Like if there's something, this disaster movie. Oh my God. <laughs> to hell and back? To hell and back. <laughs> a Human's Tale by Frodo Max. Pretty to much, hell, yeah. To hell and back again. Jesus Christ. I'm glad you got that. Wow. <laughs> Dumb and dumber. Just... Uh, it's so stupid, it's funny. Everything going on is ridiculous. You guys, like, is, is it like, uh, I was going to ask you guys about the careers, if we can make a little digressive turn. How is, like, how crucial is the inmate's safety like when all this going around, like is it is it you containing them in really or is it just you guys wearing masks? It's changing every day, but um yeah, we have quarantine and isolation areas for so if a new arrestee is booked in, they go to a quarantine place for 14 days and then they go back to regular housing once they're cleared. If an inmate is confirmed to have it, they have to go to an isolation area where they're by themselves for 14 days. Oh my uh, god. But we only have X amount of room, so it's not like they can really go that many places. Um, as for us, the area I work in um, won't really be affected by this for the most part, so I just have to wear a mask everywhere I go. But um, we did have our first confirmed guy to have it in my mod last week. And yeah, we have a full, like the, government suits at the end of ET that we would have to walk around in when we uh, interact with those guys. But yeah, it's kind of flying by the seat of our pants here, man. It's government. So you know, are you that sort of, uh, when you guys beat people up, do you have like hazmat suits and shit, like just the white outfits, like Walter White, just going to town on them being safety first. Hadouken! Aaron, I know these get posted, so oh, I don't shit. know what they're expecting me to say. <laughs> I'm going to jump in here and tell oh, yeah. you, Chris, 
fifth on this. Aaron, that is not an appropriate question. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Lucas, like, you have to have, you have to have, like, your hands, like, on another person to help them, to take their vitals and all that. Are you just changing gloves? Like, what's going on? So, similar to Chris's initial answer there, where, yes, protocols are changing each and every day, and they are... Literally, when this whole thing started, we were getting a minimum of like eight emails a day about how this needs to be updated, what we need to do, all the different equipment we need to wear, how we need to interact with patients. Uh, a big thing that people don't talk about when it comes with the medical service field is that you need to get signatures and you need to get a signature from like the patient when you're transporting them. That way you're not like legally kidnapping them. You need to actually have their consent in order to move them around. Wow. And, the thing is with this whole scare going on is that you, if you're dealing with any patient right now, you actually don't even get their signature now. You have permission to sign for them, which seems like a wildly crazy liability. Seems like a slippery it, slope. It's better to have these people that, exactly. So yeah, you don't know exactly who has what. And hospitals and skilled nursing facilities and pretty much anywhere in between, even like residences, everyone's obviously scared to death about this. People don't like EMTs and outside personnel coming into their homes and like helping out with like these patients that are in their homes because we're outsiders, you know, we're bringing in potentially a new pathogen. So people yeah. have this general fear and anxiety about even medical staff being around right now, even if they are having an actual medical emergency. So it's more on the psyche, uh, psychiatric front where you need to make sure that you're proven to these people that yes, we're not here to do any harm. We are taking the utmost precautions on our own and you need to be able to have us or have faith in us that we are doing everything we can to mitigate the risk. Also, while trying to take care of that individual to the best of our ability too, because people are coughing, people are sneezing, it's also allergy season. So like there's literally like loads of people that already have like potential flu-like symptoms, even if it isn't exactly related to an illness, it just might be symptomatic. And oh my God. That's kind of like a, it's like any, any like other symptom nowadays is like, okay, I have it for sure. Like I got hit with the allergies like last night. I just could not breathe out of my nose, sneezing up a storm. I was like, oh, it was in the back of my head. I'm done for. Like, I'm dead. Yeah. Oh, I'm <laughs> you got Lucas. Like, you're like, Lucas, tell your EMT buddies, do not come for me. I'm already dead. <laughs> Radioactive. This is Chernobyl. Everybody's, fr oh, okay. I need to be more sensitive. Um, but, it's not, no. it's not Aaron, that's fine. <laughs> it, it, sound, it sounds incredibly frustrating though, Lucas. It's incredibly frustrating too, and everyone's doing their part trying to make sure they're getting to that point, but obviously the frustration and lack of knowledge that's really out there is very detrimental as well. So it's it's yeah. a lot, but we're working through it, and... Oh, you broke up there for a second. Taking care of people to the best of our ability still. Uh, just stay safe, God. Wash your hands twice, if not thrice. Be so safe. God damn it, you too. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you guys That's are out there saving the. Glad you guys are out there saving the world. Um, as, a, as a reward for such, imagine this hypothetical situation. You get one actor to choose, one guy or gal to spend a night out, hall pass. Like they're paying for everything. You guys are safe. Wow. You're you're in Vegas. You're in Vegas. Who are you going with? What are you guys doing? You can do drugs if you want. You can go crazy. You got you got the okay pass from your jobs. Like, hey, all good. Like, do what you got to do. We're gonna look the other way on this one. Even if your piss melts through the cup like goddamn aliens' blood, 
you're still going to be hired. No repercussions. Hmm. <clears throat> Going big. So, I actually, I'll say, when you initially sent us this question, I took a lot of time and thought on this one because... <laughs> Good! Yes! There's, like, a lot of, like, honorable mentions. Like, I would love just to go and shoot the shit with uh, Ryan Reynolds or Bradley Cooper and just, uh. like, go hang out and do a... Do whatever, you know, have, have, have a guy's night out there. Um, however, I actually took a little bit different approach. I went away from the actor spectrum and I went with the musician that really like, I grew up on there, Toby Keith. I would be- Toby Keith. <laughs> uh, that's a good, that's a good time. I, I, I appreciate that. <clears throat> he does have a bar there as well. So you can just hit up his joint. Oh man. Uh... Something tells me that there's nothing off the table with that guy, so I think that it's a very fine choice, and it'd be fine just to go and uh, whatever he wants to do, we're doing. I bet I guarantee he'd be into some weird. Shit. I guarantee there'll be firearms involved. There's racetracks, like drunk driving, like racing, and oh, yeah. may maybe there's like some sticky cocaine around the steering wheel, and you have like the point of the, you have to like get all of it before you finish. <laughs> Yep. I bet he's into that type of shit. My little brother said Charlie Sheen. I figured I thought that was a solid choice. So I went with the good old uh, traditional red eye. What is your roots there, Chris? What do you got? Uh <clears throat> super it is an admittedly super mainstream choice, but I'm not like the big party, let's go to the crowded club and do all this shit type of guy. Uh So I feel like Leo DiCaprio would like know some spot behind the scenes and get like exclusive access oh to some and be a much more lower key but like high end. Because I'm not like the crushed a beer can on my forehead like let's get rip roaring drunk and like wander place to place. And that guy's going wherever he wants. He's going to have his own whatever wherever he goes. You don't refuse Leo. You don't refuse Leo. No, and it's only going to be high end level. Shit. So I'm down for the more kickback but like high end shit that we'd be doing. Absolutely. So, damn Not to mention, girls are plenty. Oh my God, You'd, the place would be lousy with them. Yeah! All over so. the place. Aaron, did you state yours? Um, my original answer to this question, I'm sure he's been in a movie somewhere at some point, but Ric Flair, in his prime. prime. I want 80s Rick. <laughs> I, I wanna do some coke and be like, oh geez, Rick. <laughs> Uh, why don't you say Nick Cage at that point? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> why don't you just say Nick Cage at that point? Oh man, I mean, that would be a weird night. That would be the, <laughs> or you just spend the whole night meditating, like it's totally chill and relax. Yeah, but it, it either goes one or two ways. I was gonna say, and goddamn, they are the opposite spectrum. Yeah, I would say those are solid choices, gents. Um, well, if we're getting into it. There are other questions, yeah, but so when Lucas gets back, let's Lucas gets back. Let's crack open this bracket. Let's. Uh, oh boy. Let's because this is gonna take us a while. I'm thinking. This is gonna take a while. I'm thinking. So let me get. Yes, it I believe yeah. so as well. Oh, but I'm gonna jump to another question because this one was an you had an yeah, easy yeah. question for me at least, and it was most hated actor, Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. No, <laughs> like I knew, I knew it was for you. I, of course it is. I just wanted to throw that out. We can go to the bracket. I just wanted to make sure yeah, yeah. that got stated. Make sure, like, before we move on, let it be known. Okay. Um, I'll say, so, hate there. You literally answered and asked your own question. Proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> you. 
No, absolutely. Like, I knew at some point in this podcast, though, Lucas, I was anticipating Cuba Gooding Jr. I'm proud of Chris taking the initiative and getting it out of his system. Is it all because of radio? Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. That's a big part of it. <laughs> um, uh, but I mean, it's kind of like Nick Cage. You can probably point out one movie where like, oh, that's where it went downhill and it's rightfully deserved everything afterwards. <laughs> hey, I mean, I'm a Nick Cage guy. I'm a yeah, Nick Cage guy point. through and through. <laughs> I'm, that doesn't but, mean I'm a National Treasure 2 guy. It means I'm a Nick Cage guy. Yes. But unlike Nick Cage, who actually did some good movies back in the day, Cuba Gooding, I really don't know how the f- Oscar. Like, he basically played ah. role for a small part of the movie. He got an Oscar and, for Jerry Maguire? Yes. Uh, of which is not in this bracket. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't need to be. I knew you'd be remiss. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, uh, I'm, I'm a Cuban guy. Come on. Gotta give a little love. He's at Men of Honor. Okay. Not, yeah, yeah, Men of Honor. And few and good. Uh, yeah, he really made a few good. Huh? Let's get to the bracket. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. Get into the bracket. Uh, oh, I pulled up the wrong one. I only want to go to the bracket because I know there's a lot of blind hate that could be slung around for a long time. Oh, this. I love it. I want, I want all the blind hate reasons or not, whatever. Just go wild, fellas. Well, I'm expecting a few responses on the par with, uh, what, Home Alone 2 being one of the best sequels ever. Or best uh, obviously, it is the best movie of the 90s, so we're not even going to – I opted not to put it in the bracket. The fact that you got there's so much hatred for Home Alone 2. Watch it again. Watch oh. it again. It is so goddamn funny and more violent than the first one. It is. Uh, he's throwing bricks from the rooftop. I would have killed somebody. He sets a guy's head on fire. He shoots staples into his wing. Like, no. Okay. okay so I digress. So, so on the Aaron podcast, do does sorry. your fan base know that you pranked? Uh, let it be known to whoever is, is watching us right now that Aaron... Speak your truth. Speak your truth. leader thought that Home Alone 2 was one of the best comedies of all time. I want the world to know those words. Yeah. Say it! Say it! <laughs> Aaron, say it! <laughs> Aaron, you're going to see your I number... I said it. Oh, I'm going to go from like... I'm going to go from like three to, three to two <laughs> people watching. Hey, I got some loyal hoes. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a handful of them. The slider, yeah. uh, the the followers are called. All of this. <laughs> She's always liking my Instagram stuff. It's a like I can count on. It's a like yes. I can count on. But I call the uh, followers of this podcast the sliders, because uh, I'm sandwich. That's the nickname. That's my gamer tag. It's silly. It's ridiculous. And so people that follow are sliders, you know, smaller sandwiches. You get a so group. Bra- oh yeah. So- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shall we? Shall we commence? Let's do it. All right. Top left. We got uh, Titanic versus American Beauty. First, what year did Titanic come out in? Ninety-seven. Nice. Lucas, do you concur? I mean, I know it doesn't matter anymore, but do you concur? Well, I mean, like, yes, it came out in ninety-seven. Yes, I concur with that. <laughs> Very good. Uh, yeah. No, Titanic. Like, American Beauty is a fine film. Kevin Spacey, uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, pre uh, uh, yeah, criminal have to get audio. I feel like Titanic. Hey, you know what? Say what you want about Spacey, but you can't deny the acting. He is a damn good actor. Oh, and, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Fine acting skills. 
He's, he's a monster. Like he's he's a pedo. <laughs> yeah. But it's okay because he's gay. That's. I mean, that's oh the yeah. Well, well then. Naughty. Yeah. What's the big deal? I yeah. give give him an Oscar for it. Whatever. It's totally gay. Um, yeah. Titanic has my vote. I feel like okay. yeah. Titanic unanimous. Yeah. Likewise. I just want to give a shout out, lest because sometimes in the middle of a conversation I'll think of something I want to say, and then it gets lost in the ether. Uh, Billy Zane making an appearance in Titanic. Just shout out to Billy Zane. Naughty. Billy. You know, in all the time I've known you, Billy Zane has come up more times than I would care to admit. <laughs> oh my god. And I've never understood the reason. And he's in Tombstone. You can't get rid of oh, this Billy Zane. Say, say you were like, I've had enough of Billy Zane. I need to watch a new movie. You put in Zoolander. Guess what? Billy Zane. Just did the other day. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, Billy. Uh, how, how's Billy treating you, Lucas? He's not. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think I'm gonna speak for most people and just say, "Who?" Uneventful. <laughs> Uneventful. Indeed. Um. All right. So we got a unanimous Titanic. Next, it's because it's personal favorite. I believe a personal favorite amongst us all. Uh, Dumb and Dumber versus Watch Your Butts. Uh, Jurassic Park. <laughs> Aaron, I, I hold on to your say, butts. I gotta say, I don't think I hate you for any bracket or any individual matchup on this bracket more than this one. Yeah, this was a true mother. Yep, idiot. Had to do it. There's gonna be some uh, some contenders. Like you have the the classic Jurassic Park at Samuel L. You have Jeff Goldblum to consider. We've never seen graphics before. Goldblum, like baby. wow, wow. You got Gold Goldblum. That's a giant pile of. Shit. Uh, Newman's in it. You get, like you see raptors and Tyrannosaurus Rex, amazing digital art for the of that magnitude. Like uh, essentially flawless film. But then you got Dumb and Dumber, the comedic masterpiece. How do you measure that? The the chemistry between uh, Jeff Daniels and James Carey. You got that in essentially like the stupidest movie you've ever seen, but it's so goddamn clever. Quotable for days. How many smiles has it given you throughout yeah. the year? I don't know. It's okay to vote with your heart, Chris. It's okay to vote with your heart, Lucas. This I said this is yeah. this is one I actually never came up with an answer for. I I am still so torn on this one. I I, I have an answer for you. Hit me with that. Dumb and Dumber, baby! I'm gonna pull the trigger. That's my vote. I'm going Dumb and Dumber. I gotta go. I'm in the same boat because, frankly, Dumb and Dumber was the first movie I ever really like, remember watching, which probably ah! as a human. And on top of it, there's still numerous times a day, like a day, I'm referencing Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. I'll tell you, yes. Jurassic Park is a phenomenal film all across the board. That is another 10 out of 10, in my opinion. If it's on, I'm watching it. It's one of those. Correct. Like, yeah. 10 votes a staple. But Dumb and Dumber, it hits that one place in my heart that honestly shaped how I find things funny. And yes. Like, can't put a on that. Yes. Yeah. Talk about influential movies in our lives. I was going to say, well, say yeah, dumb both of them are influential. I mean, Jurassic yeah. Park, they're still making movies for that. Like, that is still ongoing. But Dumb and Dumber, and I can't tell you at the jail how many times we just randomly drop a quote to each other. Even if it's a guy I've never met, I'll say a quote and like, oh, big gulps, huh? I'm like, what the f***? You got that? Okay, cool. All, All right. right. You're, you're free to go. You're free to go. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> no, two movies that absolutely mean the world to me. Um, 
But Dumb and D I think Lucas said it best. That one shaped comedy for me. That yeah. one, uh, mostly Jim Carrey in the 90s, actually, yeah. was comedy uh, for me. I feel like I'm, I'm putting the weight of The Mask and Liar Liar, like all those comedy, like Ace, Ace Ventura. Ventura. Let's let, let's just wrap that up into Dumb and Dumber a little bit. That genre. Let's like let's let that movie stand. That Jim Carrey humor, because that's a huge part of who I am. So now that I think about it, let's put all those movies. Ace Ventura. I remember my babysitter bringing that over. I had no idea when he's like, "Oh, you guys are real friendly around here." Like she, I was like, well, "What's she? She's just shaking them around. Like that's fun. They're having a good time." Good girl. Courtney Cox. Oh. We can yeah. we can always have like uh, when they come to mind we can give some like shout outs to movies that yes they're not in the bracket but still solid flicks like Wayne's World. <laughs> Where's your cap, Chris? Uh, that would be in the other room, and I was a little pissed because I didn't realize Lucas had that hat as well. So what, which hat is it? The rock hat. Uh, oh, you brand whores. Not just hey, <laughs> his gear is kick ass. All right, I would have no qualms about this. Qualm. <laughs> I have no, I'm no so. Guy. I'm not a Nike guy. I'm an Under Armour guy. And then when oh, I just really like, fueled the, uh, fueled the fire. So mm. I'm not a Nike sucker. No. That, like, uh, I, I prefer my shoes uh, unladen with uh, children's tears. Whilst yeah, they Under Armour is coming from a good place, too. Right. Yeah, no, that, <laughs> obviously. Oh, my God. As okay, I see, so wearing these products, everything that I wear is filled with children's tears and little blood drops because they, they cut their little hands. Well, I'll anyway. formally cast my vote in Dumb and Dumber as well. Yeah, um, yeah! First surprise of the bracket. Hey, I'm proud of us. That one, I'm not gonna lie though, that one hurt. I never yeah. in my life thought I would be voting against Jurassic Park in anything. Well, when you that was a coin toss of a question. That, like, to put tough. this. The only one that would have been as tough for me is if Jurassic Park had gone against Tombstone. That would have been the only Damn. other one. Yeah, Otherwise, Jurassic Park was going to beat everything on here. Jurassic Park is solid. Like, it's hard. It's like, how can we even compare these movies? They're all brilliant in their own way. All of them shaped us in their own way. But yes. when it comes down to, like, when it comes to quoting and just how often this movie reveals itself again and time and time again in our lives... Yeah, I, I honestly, when I made that matchup, I was like, Jurassic Park is going to win for sure. But since we talked about it, I'd no, say, that Lucas, goddammit, those are some good points. What say you? What say you? Cheers. Yep. Oh, race for five. Like Jurassic Park is, they're all different in the fact, too. Like, if I'm, through the, if I'm scrolling through the TV and I'm not finding anything and Jurassic Park comes on, no matter what, the TV stops clicking. It's stopping yeah. there. That's good. But, like, I don't know if I would always do that with Dumb and Dumber. I, I don't know if I would always do that. I got to be in the right zone to put that one on. I hear you. Because you could flood the market with it. Was that, Lucas? Before we continue to proceed further, I need to put a disclaimer out there, too, is that this is obviously a very tough list, and you guys are very tough people to talk to. So, therefore, I'm going to need to get a little bit lit for this. So, Hello. let's have a good time, guys. Thanks. Let's go. I'm going to be rotating through in a second here myself. I know. I might need to run back to the house or something. Uh, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out, boys. We'll be all right. All right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Uh, next up, next up, we got it's a little bit of an obscure matchup, but we're going for it anyways. We have Boys Into Hood, Cuba Gooding Jr. could play a factor in Chris's psyche versus Brad Pitt in his sexual prime, as is Ed Norton Jr. in Fight Club. Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
What? I'll throw that one out there right now, Fight Club. But did I detect a hint of racism in that comment? None whatsoever. <laughs> I'll have no black in this bracket, he says. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron, again, this is getting published. Chris cannot do these things. <laughs> Uh, the uh, jokes, the jokes. Best thing about these followers, all five of them, they know jokes. How to take jokes. To be fair, uh, this is gonna be get ready for a hot take. I'm glad you. I think Boys in the Hood is highly overrated. I don't like it all that much. I'm not impressed by it. Fight Club all the way. Fight Club. Uh, Fight Club. The psychological aspect of that movie was really cool to see. Yep. Executed on on the book. I never read the book, but. I can imagine it has to be as good. If a movie's done well, I'm like, all right, the book should be better. And the movie uh, a very fine twist that I didn't exactly see coming. And honestly, yeah. let's just, across the board, let's talk about acting. Great cast. Good Lord, that was tremendous. Edward, this was right in the moment Ed where Norton. broke out on the scene between this and American History X. Dude came out of nowhere and was just throwing down prime movies left and right. How yoked he got after Fight Club to who he is in American History X, he is okay. jacked. Yeah. I heard he no, actually got- came out of the gate swinging with these films and Fight Club is no exception. It, uh, it was it was just top notch across the board. I heard it's, 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 oh, yeah. You look at the two main faces in there too, because you know, Edward Norton and Brad Pitt, those are phenomenal picks, but Jared Leto has a very nice like, add in there as well. Yeah, let's not forget <laughs> Bellatrix Strange. I know, Tim Burton's wife got in there. That was just, I don't know. I'm not. I like Boys in the Hood, but if say we're scrolling through t uh, what channels on Boys in the Hood, and then I see Fight Club, it's Fight Club. It's Fight Club. Yes, Boys in the Club. Boys in the Club had the uh, cultural impact, but I think Fight Club was the better overall movie. Yeah, I'd say. I'd say. Gosh darn it. Are we uh, three for three on uh, unanimous? Um. I'd say, yeah. Yes, sir. We're humming along, you guys. But, but, but for just reasons. For just reasons. My yes. Favorite, favorite part of Fight Club, though, is like it's the beginning where they're kind of mo Ed Norton's monologuing to the camera and they, they talk about the, uh, the porn that Brad Pitt slips inside the movie reels when he switches them up. It's just, oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> oh my God, that is just tremendous. <laughs> And I don't think I don't think Boys in the Hood should be as well received as it is because just just because a movie has a few good quotes that last for people after the movie's said and done, I can't remember much of the plot behind it. You know, it doesn't yep. like, doesn't exactly stick. But it's one of those things. Talk about that. In reference to Fight Club, therefore, it holds our standing the people. See, I could cuss. Uh, I would concur, but we're moving on from that now. We're moving on to something else. A new bracket. Well, not a new bracket. The same bracket, but new good movie. Match. We got Good Will Hunting and right. uh, Goodfellas. Uh, Different genres. I'm not big on mob. Maybe the hot take, but I will go Good Will Hunting. Good Will Hunting. I'm a big sucker for uh, Robin Williams. Uh, alive. A living, a living Robin Williams. Shame. Come on. That, that's how. That's how. That's why I prefer him. Get out of here, yeah. Lucas. Day of RIPs. Oh God! Now I get it. Robin, Robin hurt too. That one. That, that sucked. sucked. That f sucked. Um, 
just a young Ben Affleck, a young, um, good lord, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Solid, like just all around. I, mean, I watched it once, and I just rem- remember. I don't remember it like verbatim, but I just remember feeling good after watching it. I was like, "That's a solid movie through and through. Solid story." It's fun. Wow. Because both of these movies, I think I've always there's only one I like actually cared to remember the movie, and that mm-hmm. was Goodwill Hunting. That one. That one had something that at least stuck with me. I love Scorsese and the movies he does, but to be fair, this and Casino, Goodfellas and Casino came out so soon by each other, it felt like I was watching the same movie at a couple points. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, why are these so closely related? Yes. The same goddamn cast, no less. And yeah, same cast. And admittedly, I'm just not a big mob movie guy. It's not my favorite genre. Not something I typically care for, but um, there's multiple movies similar to Goodfellas, but I think there's only one Goodwill Hunting. There is only one Goodwill Hunting. Until Disney gets a hold of it and makes a new sequel. Wow. Chris with the emotional line on that too, that there's multiple one, but only one Goodwill Hunting. So this was actually like... Just do it! Chris, you mentioned earlier that Dumb and Dumber versus Jurassic Park was like, you're like really a breaker, breaker <laughs> make on that. Like, it's tough. But Good Will Hunting versus Goodfellas is actually one that was really hard for me to decide because I actually watched Goodfellas last week for the very first time, and I was blown away by it too. Like, Ray Liotta out of nowhere, you know? Like, <laughs> 90s Ray Liotta was no joke. <laughs> the way he laughs at <laughs> The way he <laughs> So I had it down like – I was probably like 70% on board with Goodfellas. And when it came time to actually like hammer it out, I'm staring down the barrel of Goodwill Hunting and I'm going Goodwill Hunting. Jeez, all right. Four for four, unanimous. You've made the right choice, lad. Yep, you've made did. the right choice. It's tough though, because if you look at like a cast perspective as well, killer movie and just well done across the board too without being yep. extremely violent, but still like actually talking about like the other like side of things too. And <laughs> Goodwill Hunting, you just got to. I remember uh, as just a a, a God, token ball suck to Goodfellas, you know, as like, you know, a tip of the cap just because it lost, like I still respect it. Uh, Joe Pesci in that movie is f***ing insane. Like him, yeah. like, am I funny? Yeah. Like a clown, do I amuse you? There's so much, t- like the first time I saw that, there's so much, I was like, this guy's about to lose it because of he <laughs> made a joke and he's about, and he's like, oh, I almost had it. I was Hug. that was crazy like joe pesci yeah. is an absolute madman in that but he anyways. is he is and it's funny because uh you know joe pesci's kind of an underrated actor with some range i just saw him in a uh, lethal weapon 2 the other week yes that's on that movie okay 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 <laughs> leo, leo gets <laughs> like he's an adorable little dweeb in that movie no totally also by the way that movie's up for sequels better than the original Side note. I, I would, I would, I would agree. I would agree. It's, ah. it's, it's different than the first one. It's much more comical. Yeah. The first one was dark and dealt with some. Shit. It's but like it, I know. I love you. Love a Gary Busey in there. Uh, yeah. Second one. I love second. The second Lethal Weapon is probably my favorite. It strike that. It is my favorite. But I don't. <laughs> Mission Impossible Two. I think is better than the first one. Yes. Yes. <laughs> work. <laughs> Give okay. me some John Woo action. John Woo. <laughs> 
<laughs> that last fight scene. Across the screen in Mission Impossible 2. You're, like, oh, cool. you're watching Mission Impossible 2. <laughs> Never have I seen two individuals play chicken on motorcycles and then they just lean up and they're like 10 feet in the air crashing into each other. Yeah. And then uh, Tom Cruise squealing at the like, yeah! Like, punch, like, kicking the guy. Uh, the amount of abuse that one body can take is very understated in that movie. It's absolutely wild. Yeah. <laughs> Are you saying movies aren't accurate depictions of how people respond? I just watched uh, that Chris Hemsworth extraction movie. We got f***ed up in that movie. I was going to say, oh, tactical Hemsworth. He's underwater for a little bit. So you've seen Extraction as well, then? I have not. I watched the beginning of it with my pops, and then I got... We will, we will discuss another time. <laughs> all right, all right. I, I'm, a, I'm a Hemsworth guy. Who isn't? <laughs> I don't know. Cuba Gooding Jr.? <laughs> in any way possible. Like, who isn't a Chris Hemsworth guy? Uh, all right. Honestly, I, 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 Liam I sounds like he's more fun than Chris, though, because, like, Liam, honestly, like, he doesn't give a Liam's down to like fight people in public, you know. Yeah. Like that's I was like, gonna say, Lee, I'm a Liam Neeson guy, big yes. Liam Neeson guy. Oh yeah. But I'm also a Sam Jackson guy, and a John Travolta guy, and a Numa Thurman guy, and a Bruce Willis guy. I'm your Huckleberry. Okay, just well, stop. Aaron, so just based stop. on what you just said, I can guess your next pick. Yep. Well, I don't seek out Schindler's List because it's so devastating. It's a it's a brilliant movie. It's amazing. It's an amazing movie. It's like I want I want to rewatch Pulp Fiction because like I enjoy I'm not it. gonna lie, these two. These two. What that? Okay. Yeah. It, no, I was gonna say these. I was gonna comment that these next two matchups actually are uh, not real big winners for me. Neither none of no? them are too much for me. I <laughs> I am on my solo boat just sailing out to sea when I say Pulp Fiction probably doesn't even crack my top three Tarantino movies. Okay. I am not Whoa! a big Pulp Fiction guy. I was going to ask you, like, if yeah. we can talk Tarantino uh, a little bit. Yeah. Like, well, oh, excuse me, someone needs to feed you a grape from the vine, Chris, with all your divinity. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it is, uh, it wins my fault here just because I like it better than Schindler's List, I guess. But, um, no, you, I would have switched Pulp Fiction out with Reservoir Dogs for 90s. Uh, Reservoir Dogs, like, it, yeah, it's a good whodunit, and yes, it was low budget, but it didn't, like, enthrall me. It didn't, there's something bizarre, something different about Pulp Fiction, and it's kind of weird swag. Oh, yeah, square, <laughs> they're opening what's in the briefcase, which is a question I have for you guys later. Like, uh, there's just so much to it. Even a Tim um, Roth? Yeah. Tim Roth, like, I'm a, like, when he's into something, I'm like, all right, like, that's... That's a solid person to have in the Incredible lineup. Hulk. I liked him in Incredible Hulk, yep. um, but more Tim Tim uh, Ed Norton even more. I'd say Tim Norton for some reason. Um, but yeah, Pulp Fiction. Like also, there's something new you could find it every single time. Like if you didn't notice, kind of like a guy. What the hell's his name? The guy directed Shining. Directed Shining. Yeah, oh, the Shining. Uh, and Full uh, Metal Jacket. Uh, Stanley Kubrick. Yes. It's like you can tell it's one of his movies. Or like, it's like there could be something new in it every time or something you didn't see before. It's like I, I like watching Pulp Fiction, Pulp Fiction because like, oh, maybe I didn't think of something this way. Yeah. No, but, no, I get it. I, I mean, 
there's even references to future Tarantino movies in it. It's pretty remarkable in that way. But uh, yes, Kill Bill. <laughs> mm, that's what I meant. Good job, Chris. <laughs> Um, but I don't know. It's just other people. So well, wins by default here for me. What would be your favorite uh, Tarantino movie? The both of you. That question Inglour is directed to the both of you. Inglourious Bastards. Inglourious Bastards over Django. Yes. Yep. Is it Big because bastard. because of Christoph Waltz? Uh, well, he's in both. I know. <laughs> he might have been. He, I think he might. He might have been better in uh, *Inglorious Bastards*, though. Uh, considering that was like your introduction to him, yeah, I would probably say so. Um, but mostly Brad Pitt. Uh, God damn, he was awesome in that movie. He's awesome in everything he does. True. God yeah, damn it. So, same vote. *Inglorious Bastards*, my favorite Tarantino film, but for a different reason than what Chris just said. Is because I like that Tarantino. Obviously, he's not afraid of anything in the world, but. Uh, wow. But, um, different attack on history, and they rewrote it, and that's it exciting because when that scene pops off in the movie theater, you're like, oh my god, what's going to happen next? Because now you're in a new unprecedented timeline, and they get to figure it out. So Much like you did in Once Upon a Time. Yeah. Nope, and, it's, sorry, Lucas, what movie did, like, you cut out there for a second. What movie were you referencing? Uh, Inglourious Bastards, like, when they actually, like, beat Hitler. Yeah. That's, like, it's unprecedented, you know? Like, you, that that's not history anymore. Like, yeah. other than that, it was, like, a real story, you know? It's, like, it's Jews against Nazis. But then, at the end of the day, that was them, like, be, not being afraid to, like, you know, this is the parallel line. We're going to go that way. This know? is what happened, which, that, which is pretty cool. Like, why not? Uh, that's why it's... Because of that reason, like Chris, I thought he was talking about um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I thought was yeah. like, Leo again in that movie is so raw. Like when he's, all right, like it might be, it might be underrated or maybe people not, maybe I'm overthinking how, how great the scene was where he's going, talking with uh, Timothy Oliphant and they're filming yeah. the Western. And then he's like, oh God, I'm lost it guys. I lost it. Like, just do it. He's like, all right, Woo, all right. And then he gets back into character where like, I just thought that was fun crazy how he sold like he's freaking out and then just like then gets back into it and then when he has a little girl throws her down yeah what like no same like the whole way they yeah. filmed it too and he had to like redo it start over it was it was a good well acted scene for him and honestly that movie is another typical leo movie when it comes to the oscars if it weren't for one other guy having making a stellar movie in that given year he would have walked away with an oscar you think so yeah, with, which has happened to him, what now, like four other times? If Joaquin, Joaquin hadn't made Joker. Oh, <laughs> Joker had to win. Yeah, no, it 1000% had to. But I'm just saying, if that movie hadn't come out, I'm pretty sure Leo's walking Leo. away. Because it's kind of like a goofy character. He's not like, I didn't like take him that seriously, but like just the way he makes him and he's just like a washed up bum. His little characteristics of... he does throughout the movie, some of the like solo scenes he does. Yeah. Are, he did a great, underrated, understated job in it. I mean, he's talking to the little girl. They're just chilling on their their seats, or he like stutters a little bit. Or he's just little little touches, little details, make it full, real. Yeah, big, big time. Hadouken. Uh, yeah. So I think it's easier for me to say my least favorite Tarantino film is gonna be Hateful Eight. 
No good. I thought that was a significantly below average movie, and I was really bummed that I wasted three hours of my life on that. Unfortunately, I love Tarantino films, but Hey Blake was long, dragging, acting was whatever, and- uh, You know what, I just went through them all on my fingers here that I've seen, and out of the ones I've seen by him, yes, I would have to agree. The only one I haven't seen is that Jackie Brown movie. I haven't seen Jackie Brown either. I'd say, but I'd say, uh, I don't know, because I was thinking about this the other day, just Django, just like, I love Westerns. It's a little over the top, a lot over the top. Christoph Waltz in there and just, I know, Jamie Foxx, I don't yeah. know if that part could have been played any better, just his character is, he's, yeah. I don't know. But overall, I'll give it to that. I love watching Django anytime. Just fast forward through the Mandingo scenes. I hope this back is going to be Pulp Fiction. Yeah, Pulp Fiction. Sarah, am I not mistaken that we're unanimous again? Uh, yes, sir. Jesus, so much for debating. Yeah, well, I mean, I feel like we're raising good points to just for ourselves. But we'll have yeah. some discrepancies later on, my lord. We have Shawshank Redemption versus Braveheart. And how do these not tickle you? You said you're, you're not feeling them, Chris? I enjoy them both. Okay, so. Shush, good lord, okay. Shawshank. My favorite, like, get busy living or get busy dying, bro. What the hell? Yes, yeah, Shawshank. Deny me, will you? Get it. <laughs> um, and I enjoy, I mean, I think Shawshank's a bit overrated. Everyone. <laughs> I got you for three minutes. Three minutes of heat time. Yeah, it gets down on their knees. Um, but I'm not going to say that, Sam sit here in front of you guys and say that's some great movie. <laughs> it is some great uh, movie. You're doing Mel Gibson biopics. <laughs> yeah, you're talking Mel Gibson biopics. I'm doing Patriot or like historical films of his, I guess. <laughs> Patriot. Um, yeah. Just missed but, the yeah. cut, Patriot, in 2000. I know, sons of bitches. Uh, but um, as I think I would actually say I... You see, do we rate these movies based off how we enjoy them or like which one's actually the better movie? Whatever type of ammunition you need to, to prove your point. If it's something that's special to you in one way that's not necessarily true for Luke's and I, but you can use it and describe it and persuade the best way possible, then go for that. Whatever I, what, I don't whatever have much I don't have much of persuasion. I'm going Shawshank, I guess, just because it is I think it's a better movie. But I don't know. Like, I don't really care how this one plays out. <laughs> Talk about a one-shot wonder for uh, Tim Robbins. Yeah, Jesus Christ. What happened after that? He played a great Andy Dufresne. Yeah. Andy Dufresne. See, I couldn't even tell you his name. Like, I, I just don't. Ah, yeah, you could. <laughs> no, besides Tim Robbins. Really? Not the character's name. Andy Dufresne. Good Lord. Well, now I could. Mm. Here, what's your vote? I gotta go Shawshank. I like Braveheart. It, it's a movie that, like, Every time I watch it, I kind of be a little nervous. Like the fight scenes are epic, the battles, uh, knowing there's a little tragedy at the end. Freedom! Mel Gibson, absolute madman like that. He's <gasps> just going crazy. Yep. Um, you, you just see his... I see Riggs out there just in a kilt, just going crazy. Uh, yeah. I love Braveheart, but I gotta go Shawshank. Like it just, I know. There's more poetic justice in it, and that whole ending scene where he breaks out, he f***s the, uh, the warden, everything falls into place after all that suffering, all that bullshit. Yeah. I like it. So, it's sentimental. I, uh, I'm a Braveheart 
uh, unanimous decisions here. I went Braveheart. Yeah. Oh! I mean, that's not bad. The thing is that, like, say what you want, I'm a big fan of Mel Gibson, and... Oh, yeah. Yeah, me too. I remember when I first watched Braveheart. This is what really, like, broke it, like broke that we both discussed, but... Braveheart, I remember when I first watched it, I was thoroughly enticed for all seven hours of that film, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was absolutely invested in it. Shank, I definitely remember, like, zoning out a couple times, and Braveheart yeah. had my attention the entire time. You see, I think I did the same thing in Braveheart. Like, it gets into some of the slower moments, and I'm just like, okay, so... Yeah, I forgot I got to check this email really quick. Okay, cool. And back. Um, both of them, I thought, were drawn out for sure. Um, I, I could have easily gone either way. Braveheart could have just as easily been my pick. It's more... Um, Morgan Freeman? That helps. But also just, I don't know, I think Shawshank was probably a little better done. And I don't have to hear Mel Gibson's Scottish accent. <laughs> you, weren't, you weren't buying it? You weren't- I <laughs> Believe it or not, no. <laughs> oh, well, he's an Australian that acquired an American accent trying to do a Scottish accent. Honestly, he's I... He's Australian? He watched the original Mad Max. He's full huh. Aussie in that one. Honestly, I think that either... It's going to sound bad, but because like, I'm singling out these two movies out of like that entire 16 set list. Yeah. I think either Shawshank or Schindler's List should have been replaced with The Rock. <laughs> Ooh, you done f***ed up. <laughs> oh, fuck. 2000. Damn. You done right. up that one. That might be my hot take. 98. Jesus Christ. Gideon. Yep. Oh, Lucas. I would have made this Lucas. interesting. Whoa. You know what? Hey, Aaron, 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 Aaron. Our next what? one should be the best of 2000s movies with additional side questions. But instead, we'll send you movies as well that you should consider putting in. Yes. Yeah, I, I just, for these, I went like the best line. I thought like, you know, they kind of cover the spectrum of movies, whatever. Yeah. But I didn't even yep. think of The Rock. I was, <laughs> I'm, my brain I'm remiss. What could it replace? I think, oh, it could have replaced, <laughs> I'd say it could have replaced Boys in the Hood, if I'm being completely uh, honest. Yeah, that would be like my, my take, it's obviously it's it's a Michael Bay film, but at the same time, Sean it's Connery is the Michael Bay film. Sean Connery, winners go home and f- the prom queen. Let's oh. go. Really? Winners go home. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. No, I can tell you right now, if The Rock had been in these two matchups, it's going to the side. Yeah, the, that's hitting the final four on my end, too. Yeah. I get that. Oh, well, what, all right, what about this? Um, 90s and 2000s action movies. As their own bracket, as their own bracket. Okay, so 90s and 2000s together action movies. Uh, we could do 90s and then 2000s, because I'm sure there's plenty to choose from in both decades. I would... Or do you think combine? I, I would... Mm, I don't know, I don't know. We'll have to get... There's we'll a good ones. Uh, At a later day. At a later day. yeah, yeah. Uh, this next one coming up. All Wait, right. so Shawshank? Shawshank moved on, correct? Shawshank. Okay. And then now we have Tombstone versus Saving Private Ryan. Uh, you... I'm, I'm going first. That one's tough. That one's tough. <laughs> What'd you say? Tombstone done. Yeah, I'll say hands down, like not even. Oh. Wrap it up and move on. Put the bow on it, and we're good to go. 
Saving yeah. Private Ryan's a bitchin' movie all across the board, but there's something special about Tombstone. That is, that's the movie. Oh, dude, that is. Oh, this one's. I didn't really think about this one. This is a hard choice for me because Saving Private Ryan was one of those movies I'd watch every Sunday at my grandma's house. Like I'd get my breakfast, go back there, watch that, or Forrest Gump, or Toy Story. These obscure okay. movies. And Saving Private Ryan was one of them. Oh my God. Part of what helps my decision is Saving Private Ryan is not my favorite war movie, but Tombstone is far and away my favorite Western. Mm. And Westerns mean something special to me. So Tombstone, much like Dumb and Dumber, kind of shaped the way I saw certain types of movies and in terms of quotes. <clears throat> okay, let me on this bandwagon. I'm going Tombstone because <laughs> you're right. Like Val Kilmer's... <laughs> Val Kilmer's goddamn... I feel like like Saving Private Ryan like has to be a staple in your all-time movies. Like, it's... I don't know, it's something... Oh, Lucas, that face. It's, like, for me, like, it, it just... It strikes a nerve, and it's... I don't know, it feels like it accurately depicts, like, what was going on. The story, I... I maybe I'm speaking more for that opening scene of Omaha Beach. That, for some reason, stands yeah. alone. Like, that scares me. It, it, it intrigues me. Like, I'm excited. The rest of the story, you know, take that for what it is. I guess maybe that I'm just taking the head of the snake and showing it to you. I that opening scene is like everything. For me. And then nope. honestly, that and the last scene where they all like essentially die fighting. That's like an awesome action sequence. And then like everybody's like Barry Pepper gets blown up in the tower. Uh, Tom dies. Everybody's getting shot to shit. There's that one slow death. The the Nazi wins, kills the the Jew. Uh, the Jew of the group, mm -hmm. like there's little. I guess there's little things, but if it doesn't come together as a whole, maybe Saving I Private Ryan is pretty much the staple of war movies. That is like the foundation that now every war movie since has kind of used. Yeah, but um, it's Tombstone. Tombstone. I'll go. I'll go Tombstone. Like Val Kilmer's character is just undeniable. Uh, random question. Any love for uh, Wind Talkers? Any love? No. No? no, John Woo. <laughs> no. <sighs> Lucas, not my, not my scene. I haven't seen it. So you're saying there's a chance? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Dumb and Dumber. Shout out. Uh, all right, we got Forrest Gump or Silence of the Lambs. Naughty. I gotta, I gotta go Forrest Gump because it's just like that's my f movie. I know I've watched it so many times. I love every second of it. I love Sally Fields. I love fast forwarding through where Bubba dies because that makes me sad. I love I Lieutenant Dan getting reminded that he ain't got no legs. I love it. I love it all. Uh, I think you guys know. So, uh, Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs. That's your call? I was very happy. I was very happy to see this movie on this list. It's so good. Anthony Hopkins and, um, oh my God, actress's name, Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster and her accent. I love it. <sighs> yes. Um, again, I'm usually pretty into the psychological type movies, and this one gets into the. This is it. Like, I mean, border, I mean, realistic ish uh, horror psychological type shit. So. 
Um, it's cool. It's and like you learn you learn little tidbits later on, like how Anthony Hopkins never blinked once in any of his scenes, kind of adding to that. Creep That's level. crazy. Um, pretty gnarly to see. Um, God, I gotta say, I Forrest Gump. I I understand and I agree that it is a very good movie. I understand why people like it and the story and all that. But do you, Chris? Uh, it is one that people just kind of tend to insist on, and it bugs the. <laughs> I will insist all morning, yes. all day, and all goddamn night, Chris, yes. for a fortnight. So, I'll insist. I regretfully, like very much regretfully, am choosing Forrest Gump. Yeah, it's like toes, Chris. No, 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 no. Ah. You're not. You're not hearing my reasoning here. Is that Forrest okay. Gump is a fine movie all across the board, but frankly. <laughs> Yes, Chris, to continue yours, the fact that people insist upon it is like, oh my god, you don't like Forrest Gump? Go fuck no. yourself. Most people can eat it. It's like literally the equivalent of Niners and Warriors fans again. And mm. going back yes. to it, is that yes. the thing that ruined, that ruined Forrest Gump for me is f***ing Gump Day or whatever it is. When they just play that movie for 24 hours straight. Oh, Bubba Gump Shrimp. <laughs> that restaurant's good. And Shut up. <laughs> and, <laughs> People are too insistent upon it, but it puts it, in, it puts it in your face too much. But if I take out that emotional side where it's like my like answer there, where it's like, yes, all across the board, acting, story, it's fine. Great movie. Well done. I don't like it personally, but I, I have to go with it. It's a stable because it did shape cinema for a bit too. So. Hell yeah. I get it. Uh, I get it. Like I said, uh, I, I can fully understand and I can, Remove the emotional side. I, it is a good, well done movie. Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks, by the way, is probably between him and De Niro for best American actor ever. Um, so once again, Tom Hanks knocks it out of the ballpark, won the Oscar, blah, 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 blah. Good movie, but I, I, I like the, I don't know, the edge that silence has. Uh, Anthony Hopkins is so good, like that, an untouchable, like an immortal character. Like to play a role that well, it's like, okay, it's his performance versus Tom Hanks as Forrest Gump's performance. Yeah. Like, how do you compare I mean, that? 100% what that breaks down to. And it's like we talked about earlier, too, when we're talking about movies that kind of like scared you as kids, like Silence of the Lambs. Oh, my God. Existed. So, therefore, like that definitely adds to the spectrum. But all in all, there's a reason Forrest Gump is as popular today as it was back then. I'll say. Oh goddamn! Say, could you imagine working at Bubba Gump Shrimp like that restaurant? I, I can't like, argue all that. Day, so I was on the day. winning side. Okay. Forrest Gump, baby. All right, now a little more blood. Right, a little more blood's gonna spill. You guys good? You need beers? You're 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 up and at them. Uh, let's do this. Let's <laughs> do it. Let's get going. All right. So now we have Titanic versus Dumb and Dumber. Can well, we just move on to the next one? I feel like we know where this one's going. Yeah. Do we? Do we? Yeah. S say something, Chris. Okay. Say no, something. No, no, okay. No, 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 yeah, come on. <laughs> oh, but Titanic had the highest grossing movie of all time. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. He should have checked on the door. No, fuck you, dumb and dumber. Like, let's oh, keep this going. <laughs> it's, but Billy Zane, Kathy Bates. Billy Zane, uh, hold on, uh, to digress just slightly, because Kathy Bates is in this movie, uh, Silence of the Lambs on audiobook by her is incredible. She does the audio for that? She narrates it, sir. It's quite good. 
well, that's weird. Yes, it is. <laughs> but you listen to it and you're like, oh, Kathy. Oh. But anyways, back to Titanic and Dumb and Dumber. Uh, Lucas, looks like you're, you're feeling dumb and even voting uh, even dumber. I'll say that that's like a one seed going against 16 seed right there, in my opinion. So we're, going, we're going Dumb yeah. and Dumber. I feel like you guys aren't acknowledging the clout of Titanic. That's probably my favorite romance movie of all time. Romance. I mean, is it like not worthy of all the type and it's it's glory, it's grandeur? Not to, only to a certain extent. Okay. I mean, I'm both dumb and dumber anyway, but I'm just trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to get a <laughs> rise. Right. I appreciate uh, you trying to fill it to- For the sake of the conversation there, yeah, Titanic is absolutely well done film. Oh yeah. But There's a reason for all of its money, success, and everything that's followed, but. I, I remember it being in, like, when you got it on VHS, it came in two. Two, because it can't be contained as just one a second of a movie, it needs two. Just yep. like Return of the King. But if we're gonna go back to how I've kind of been like analyzing it, if I have hours to spend like on a free day and I just need to like watch a movie, I can honestly tell you Dumb and Dumber is gonna be easily into that mix and Titanic will not be. Titanic and so yeah. tragically too. Oh my God. I'd be remiss yeah. if we did Let's not, <laughs> I'd be remiss if we do not acknowledge Bill Paxton, a.k.a. Bill Baxton's uh, role in Titanic. He's in there. James Cameron loves him. I guarantee you. Guarantee you they had yeah. some kind of relationship. Look. Loved him. Loved. Uh, loved. Past. Oh, past tense. All right, Dumb and Dumber wins. I did not, like, I don't know. I thought you guys would, uh, I, I just, perhaps I doubted your loyalty to Dumb and Dumber. My apologies. That movie, I'm that project- movie means everything to me. <laughs> I'm, project- I'm projecting on you. Uh, oh, yes. Fight Club versus Goodwill Hunting. This is a sneaky tough one. At least for me. I guess I saw Fight Club a little more recently, so it's a little more fresh. I love Robin Williams, and he's in other 90s movies that are just absolutely brilliant. I mean, it'd be way too tough to put animated movies in this list of great 90s movies because they're they f- stand alone in that regard. Um, I, I just, I don't know, I think I thought um, Fight Club was a little more cool. I, I would enjoy watching that a little more. It's a little, a little edgier. It gets, gets your pulse racing a little bit, and you get to see like parts that you like before the, Tyler and uh, what's Tyler and Tyler become enemies. Yeah, yeah. I went Goodwill Hunting. I was gonna say I think I'm actually going Goodwill Hunting. Now. <laughs> yeah, uh, Fight Club, awesome. Can't say no- oh you know what another movie you've forgotten here was seven. Um, it would I, I just thought like you know Brad Pitt's in had here. Enough Brad Pitt on here. <laughs> had enough Brad Pitt. Ha- I hit Morgan Freeman. I don't if I guess I mean I don't know if Gwyneth Paltrow Gwyneth Paltrow's in here or her head. You said you hate Morgan Freeman. No no, no I, I have him in I, on here already. Shawshank. Um, seven maybe I'm under Kevin Spacey. Jesus Christ. Uh, perhaps I wasn't taking Seven seriously enough. No, no. I mean, there's only X amount of spaces you can have on here, so it's fine. Yeah. Uh, but sorry, back to this. Fight Club. Can't. I do love the movie. Great. Well done. Um, I tend to not dislike overly political things. But I felt like there was a lot of uh, kind of politics in that too, or like 
social statements and all that, especially toward corporatism. Uh, um, good luck. Uh, I hear you. Just a feel-good movie. Like, I remember after that movie ended, I just had a smile on my face, like, with Robin Williams' little line at the end there. It, uh, it was, I liked, I liked it. I felt good watching that movie. Mm-hmm. And, so, uh, I'd agree. I, I, I feel you. So, Where are you like, going? Like, kind of, like, further that as well. So, the reason, like, I'm so drawn to Good Will Hunting is, like, yes, it's a hell of a story across the board. There's no denying that. And at the same time, there's not many movies that I can say like, off the top of my head that have emotional like, resonance and at the same time, like, numerous levels as well and good there's some like serious parts obviously and then there's some like very like sad parts in it as well fight club is a little bit more like unitary in that uh, in that stance where yes like we did touch on a couple of topics that you just mentioned but goodwill hunting has a little more range on it and frankly it's i think it's a more intricate and well done movie in a certain stance mm-hmm. interesting yeah. i would almost argue i think fight club is better done mostly because of the way it handles the twist and everything with that but i like the emotional level to goodwill hunting better like i forget like how wacky uh fight club is done just like the quick cut scenes or the bang scenes or him flashing for a minute in the very beginning ed norton's talking to you uh i don't know if, if that's not your taste in movie it could easily turn you on, like turn an audience oh off. for sure if you're not about that it's kind of like uh, natural born killers just how f-ing, it's just weird. The movie's on acid. Uh, but God bless Woody Harrelson. Goodwill Hunting is definitely more toward the masses. But why did um, I put White Man Can't Jump in here? God damn it! I fucked up. Or remember the Titans? No, that came out in two thousand two. Either way, I feel like sports movies should generally be their own thing. Mm, yeah, doesn't feel to everybody. Lucas, you're 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 grimacing. Why are you grimacing? I, yeah, there's. Because sports movies have like a big range on it too. There's some that are just like absolutely like, jokes. Like we're talking like basketball, essentially. If like you're gonna put that in there as a sport movie. Oh my god, that <laughs> love basketball. The yeah, naked, you got, have, like, naked like, for, like gridiron game. There's like that's 80s. Fuck. So, yes, it should be its own thing. But I mean, if you're looking at it in the same way, we just compared Dumb and Dumber to that to Titanic. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, does that discredit uh, us as? Fair. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but I feel like sports movies, you get a pass more in certain senses. Because you're like, eh, it's just a sports movie. Like, I, like it, it was lacking here, but, you know, it's a sports movie. What are you going to expect? Mm. Well, you know what movie? Oh, my God. I keep, I guess this will just have to be a shout out because I was too dumb to put this on the bracket. Homeward Bound. <laughs> Homeward Bound. Come on. That movie. Lucas, how dare you laugh with impunity. Cover that face. Why are you laughing? <laughs> Aaron, that movie doesn't belong anywhere near this. What? List. Come on! Michael <laughs> oh, <Aaron>. Fox. <laughs> Aaron, I'm looking at the logistics of it. Let's just be like, okay, yeah. Uh, in bracket number eight, we have Shawshank Redemption versus Homeward Bound. Come on! <laughs> Let the debate begin. <laughs> like, Shadow yeah. comes through in the end. You think they leave him for dead, but he comes back. Wait, animated movie, where's Brave Little Toaster? Are we doing that? Get, no way. No way, Brave Little Toaster. Or, 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 like, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Well, and y'all are high if you're not including Iron Giant in there. Iron Giant. <laughs> I'm pretty high, Lucas. I'm pretty goddamn high. <laughs> wow. 
Iron Giant. You take that Vin Diesel and you shove it up your pooper. Uh, Jets, we got a incoming. We got incoming. Uh, we got incoming Pulp Fiction versus Shawshank Redemption. How is this bad boy gonna land? Pulp Fiction. Chris, look at you making these big tough decisions. I will go with the Tarantino-led film over. Granted, it, to me, it's not one of his best work, which I'm in the dark horse on that one. But hmm. um, I will still take the Tarantino film over Shawshank. What was your favorite Tarantino film again? Inglorious. 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 Perhaps worth the rewatch, would you say? It's been uh, a while. I just rewatched it about a month ago, and I had no regrets about it. No regrets? And it did not change my opinion at all, so. What did you drink while watching the movie? Uh, probably just a beer. Can't really remember. A beer? I don't know. Quarantine life on the weekends has gotten kind of out of hand. I thought you were a whiskey guy <laughs> with one big piece of ice, a nice cube, big one. Well, if, no, if it's just whiskey, it's whiskey neat. It's pretty neat. Like an old fashioned with some ice cube, but no. old fashioned, huh? <laughs> yeah, you know. Hey. Uh, no, but other, if it's just straight whiskey, it's neat. There ain't no ice in there. Very good, Jack. No. Oh, no. Uh, sorry. Uh, actually, right now I'm sipping a little Elijah Craig. Elijah Craig. Yeah. Sounds, it was sounds... only 40 bucks at Costco for the handle. So kind of oh, Flex your bank account on me. God damn it. Wow. 40, 40 bucks would bleed me dry. Yep. And total, <laughs> wi and total wine is uh, <laughs> Oh, well, mercy. I get a <laughs> <laughs> oh, god damn it. But yes, I... I I don't choose. It's more like me choosing Tarantino over the other movie. I got you, uh, Lucas. First of all, your whiskey of choice, and uh, or your your movie watching whiskey, and then uh, how about an answer to this year bracket? Uh, a little bit of both. There is going to be. I'm a bullet rye guy. Big fan. It's like it's cheap, easy, but above average whiskey still. If you're going in that spectrum, so. Uh, obviously, because something ridiculous, much like the wine industry, where it's like price automatically starts jumping up by like exponentially. Yep. But if you're looking at this like good medium price range, where it's gonna be like thirty to sixty dollars, let's just say. Nope. Well, it's never gonna treat you wrong. And uh, I will also say Buffalo Trace is an honorable mention there as well, but it's whatever's on the on the better uh, better scale for me there. But, Absolutely. Um, with this as well, like I. I like Pulp Fiction. I'm a big fan of the movie. I, I, I thoroughly enjoy watching that movie. So uh, Pulp Fiction absolutely hammers home for me there because, frankly, honestly, anything Samuel Jackson says in that movie still kind of tickles me funny, you know? Like, yeah, I gave it to him. I had to – I actually, truth be told, when I was doing research for this bracket as well, I looked up, like, funniest scenes in Pulp Fiction, and – there was a couple times when, like, Samuel Jackson's, like, literally, like, screaming in someone's face – and I'm still like smiling, you know. I'm still, like, oh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> Absolutely. And let's not get the record wrong here. I don't hate Pulp Fiction by any means. I still like it and think it's a good movie. It's mm. just when people talk about Tarantino, that seems to be the one that I always say. So, just wanted to. That add. sounds wildly different from your argument earlier. I'm just gonna point that out. <laughs> I well, when I was talking, jumping off platforms, more specifically for Tarantino films. As terms of, I didn't see anything special with that compared to other films of his. 
That's not true. When we were talking about Schindler's List versus Pulp Fiction, you were saying that, yeah, it's a toss-up. I don't really care. We're just going to move on. Like, no, that's that's wildly different than what you sound like now. That's <laughs> <laughs> Singing a different tune there, boy. All right. Yeah, I guess uh, favoring the masses, Chris. Proud of you. Jesus uh, Christ. <laughs> Take a sip, Lucas. Take a sip. <laughs> oh, shit. I mean... Never have I like watched a meaningless conversation in a movie and actually enjoy myself. For some reason, the dialogue in Tarantino movies like just a royale with cheese. Like I'm kind of invested in what they're talking about. They have like a bizarre talking cadence or the way. Like I, I mean, I know Kill Bill's not in the '90s, but I don't know. You didn't care for those movies, Chris? Also, I, I saw. Nah. Yeah. Also, not in the top couple Tarantino films for me. <laughs> I, I agree with that statement too. Yeah. Mm. At least he went out and did it. He's, he's getting all the genres. Like, Goddamn, the action scenes are fantastic in that movie. Absolutely. Like, no, no qualms about them. I'm not upset about them. But again, when it comes to Tarantino, it's not my top couple. And they're wacky. You do have a very good point that the dialogue in Tarantino films is always exceptionally well done. Yeah. And you referenced the one of the exact scenes I was thinking of as well when he's like, "What do they call a? He's like, what do they call a Big Mac?" He's like, "Oh, lay Big Mac." Lay Big, Big Mac. Oh, I don't know. I didn't go to Burger King. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it just seems like regular banter, and then they go kill the of those guys. Right again. Some of the more authentic dialogue you see in movies, like that's yeah. how actually just people would talk to each other. I'm about it. Yep. I tip my cap to it. All right, so we got Pulp Fiction. Moving on. Next, we have oh. Tombstone versus Tom Hanks. You have it uh, Forrest Gump. Like that strip club announcer voice, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's the, what's, <laughs> you're a little too good at it, but. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, jeez, oh, Rick. How are those handling the quarantine? <laughs> what? Strip clubs. Oh, the strip clubs? <laughs> They're dirty before. You can't touch them anyway. They'll oh, be dirty again. I have a fun little side note on this too, like surprisingly, is that there was a strip club out in Atlanta, Georgia that was worried about going out of business. They wanted the gentleman who owned the facility, wanted to make sure that his ladies were gonna find work. So he got the licensing that Uber does and started his own company called Uber Eats, where you, uh, you order food, the strippers go and bring you the food and then they strip for you outside your house. Hey! <laughs> and I was like, how far is Atlanta? Let's <laughs> awesome. get there, baby. That's a good way to make money in the meantime. Boober Eats. That is awesome. Sounds so hokey. And I bet a fair amount of customers get robbed. What? It's like, no, you'll give me the rest of what's in your wall. Anywho's, um, this next one would be tough. Yeah, Tombstone, Forrest Gump. I, I mean, for me, it's Tombstone once again. Tombstone. That uh, this one's going to be coming like a freight train through hell for me. Uh, and uh, hell's coming with me. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, nah, I don't. I don't know how really to elaborate on this one. Tombstone means oh, much more to me than Forrest Gump does. So, uh, okay. So, what I've been trying to like do is obviously like, say, like, I'm a highly opinionated person for. Just. Uh, you that don't know and 
I've been trying to uh, certain opinions about each movie up until this point, and that way I have like some bit of talking for each of these points up until we receive that. Because obviously we can just keep being like what Chris just did. We're just like tuning all the way. <laughs> I'm like, I have something more to talk about too. There's certain scenes in Tombstone that are just so iconic to me that I I can't look past it. Is that like no? When Val Kilmer, Kilmer slaps the f out of Billy Bob Thornton in the casino, yeah. he's like, "Are you gonna do something about it? Or are you just gonna stand there and bleed?" I'm like, "Oh, let's fucking go, Val Kilmer's the fucking man." Oh, Kurt Russell. Oh. Ooh, whoops. Val Kilmer's like, well, hit him as Doc Holliday. Well, Johnny Tyler. Uh, Are you going with that I, shotgun? That's going to be a talk bump me later on. But yeah, I still had Tombstone winning out over Force Gump or Silence of the Lambs, depending on either which one moved on. I still had Tombstone winning. Oh, Tombstone's so good. I Just to be yeah. just to be contrarian, I'll just say Force Gump. Like, I love Tombstone, my favorite Western. But Force Gump meant more to me growing up, I guess. It's more nostalgic value, and I just remember watching it. Oh, time and time and time again. And like, as I grew up, I learned more about, oh, this is what that joke means. Cause I had no idea. Like when I was watching, when I was little, what the hell, yeah. the little things he's like, we're always looking for this guy named Charlie. It's like, you idiots, the enemy. Like, it's just, I don't know, just how he gets through life. I don't fancy myself the most intelligent of fellows. And if Forrest Gump can do it, I bet I can too, mister. Well, you know, Forrest Gump, like the whole movie is framed around the different relationships he makes throughout his life, which is, pretty interesting especially you know he meets Nixon and you know Jenny's yeah. relationship with him and all that shit. but uh the relationships in Tombstone focused around Kurt Russell is I really enjoy you got the conflict he has with his wife and the girl he's interested in Naughty. Val Timmer's oh my goodness relationship and the way he views his own relationship with Kurt Russell and then Kurt with the brothers and all the conflicting ideologies of what they want to do with the town I it's a lot of conflict in one movie. <laughs> Bill, Bill Baxton, back Bill at Baxton. it again. Yeah, okay, Morg. <laughs> or! Yeah. Funny how the brother God of the damn kid. Oh my God, he deserved to get killed. <laughs> yeah. Morg! Oh my God, he's such a dweeb. Oh, yeah, the X Factor in Tombstone, what could put it over the top, what makes it just like that extra bullet in the barrel. Billy Zane. I'm glad he left on that note. I'm very. Yeah. Glad. I'm still here. I'm, I'm still here. Sorry. Oh my. So Tombstone. I had to say that because Forrest Gump lost him. Salty. All right. We got Tombstone. Moving on. I. Honestly. I'm gonna take a, a hiatus real quick. I need to grab a refill and then I'm also gonna go to the bathroom real quick. But please. Keep rolling. <laughs> Keep rolling. Oh, while he's there, Chris, I'll ask you some of the questions because you now we're going on, we're going to 345 right now. I'll ask you another like couple of questions, but then I have like 10 See, like senor. super fast questions at the end. I have nothing to do with anything we've talked about. So uh, let's see here. Who's the I best? Like who's the best James Bond? Naughty. Ah, okay. So um, for me, it is Daniel Craig. Daniel Dude. Craig, you <laughs> whore. I grew up with Pierce Brosnan. Uh, Clear as crystal. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Stuff, but um, I think I have always gravitated toward uh, more. How do I phrase this? Um, more along that, not the suave guys, but the guys who kick in the door. In yeah. In terms of 
across genres in general or franchises or movies, what have you. Um, and Daniel Craig is not the Mr. Smooth, like talk your, your um, talk you into doing whatever he wanted. He's just gonna punch you in the face and kind of keep on going type of spy, which- Absolutely. Um, I do appreciate that. You can, I mean, everyone's gonna argue Sean Connery too, which I cannot argue. He is mm -hmm. the first and he kind of created James Bond. Um, but overall in terms of, now I will say Daniel Craig's movies have gone drastically up and down in quality. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a couple stinkers in there. Um, although I just rewatched Quantum of Solace and that one's not as bad as I remember. That, that one, the bad guy, I despise. Uh, I mean, the action, it's, it's like, it's, it's different. For sure, for him. Yeah. Um, I guess I would argue Sean Connery, just it, like. It's, it's. Like Sean Connery is my guy. So but, um, back to like, say Quantum of Solace. I don't know the, it shows it like, cause my friend Claire was arguing with me about this the other day of like, she's a Daniel Craig guy and like his character actually has story arc to it. Cause all the other yes. James Bond, it's like, all right, we're James Bond. This is what we do. But him, he like, he up. Daniel Craig, like he makes mistakes. He goes rogue. He's a wild hey. man. Then, then we got delighted by Skyfall. Yes. Holy shit. You see progression in his character, which is really cool. And him having to deal with that he's experienced or done. Hmm. Um, uh, the PTSD he kind of goes through in Skyfall or like seeing the wear and tear it took on his body, the shit yeah. that he's gone already. It was cool to see. Um, I mean, I can talk about the movies themselves, but in terms of just the actor and how they portrayed the character, I think Daniel Craig brought something new and finally made it his own as opposed to some other James Bonds. I'd agree with you. I'd agree with you. I put him over Pierce Brosnan for sure. I would too. Um, in terms of, I mean, Sean, like I said, Sean Connery is always going to be in the conversation just because right. A, who he is, and B, he was the first. But I think Craig made it his own. Indeed, sir. Indeed. Lucas? Uh, your... It was best James Bond, correct? Correct, Amundo. So that's the thing is that it's, this is a hard question for me to answer because I really haven't seen all of the James Bonds by any means, but. In terms of like the idea of like who James would be, I feel like Pierce Brosnan is my choice. But there's no shame I've in seen that. all the Daniel Craig James Bond, so therefore, like I'd say, in terms of like actual opinion, I like I want to say Pierce Brosnan is like the one who fits the bill better in terms of what the character of he should of uh, James Bond should be. But I do still uh, really love all the James Bonds with Daniel Craig and. Yes, uh, even though some are more hit than missed, but uh, Casino Royale is still oh, that's a masterpiece. Killer film all across the board. Not yeah. even outside of the James Bond re uh, realm, it's a good movie. Yeah, yes, that's like as a standalone. Like, say we never heard of James Bond, that is a dope movie. And to your point, I am willing to bet once, because once the new Craig movie finally comes out, thanks to the stupid coronavirus. Um, this is last one, so they're going to recast it after this one. Guarantee it goes more toward the Pierce Brosnan type. Yeah, you think so? It will go back to the more slick, suave, cool type of guy, the guy who's more spy than action type. Well, I hope it could be like whatever they do with it, like they make it their own. Like you can tell it's an authentic, they're not copying, they're just emulating the past I, and doing it. I'm going for Rob Stark to get it. I'm hoping he goes. Um, Ooh. That's my vote.
Wow. Is his, is his jaw a little too square, though? Uh, James Bond with red hair? Are you f***ing mad? Maybe. Daniel Maybe. Craig was the first blonde one. Uh, <laughs> wasn't Roger Moore a blonde? Uh, no. No, no, no. They were all dark-haired. Hmm. Anyways. Well, good discussion on James Bond, uh, fellas, but we got to move this along. We got we to gotta hard out at four. Uh, we're going to, Lucas, the game plan is we're going to go finish this bracket in glorious fashion. And then you got 10, I call it off the cuff questions that have nothing to do with what this podcast has been about mostly. And then just off the top of your head, bang, 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 like a, like a battle droid. Sorry. Yeah. You guys heard that. I hope your ears are bleeding. Uh, Scar. Uh, Dumb and Dumber versus Goodwill. So what do we have next? What's up? Idiot. Mm, nothing. 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 Uh, I'm circling mm. my choice right now. Dumb and Dumber is a classic. I I just I, didn't think I'd get this far. Out of out of all commenters I've ever seen, Dumb and Dumber is at the top of that list for me, unfortunately. And that's. That's out of like the 90s, 2000s nowadays. Like, Dumb and Dumber still hits for me. And to have that movie be done 20 years ago is wild because it still lands in that category. And whether it is just a stupid comedy, yeah, it doesn't matter as much as like the fact that it's near 30 years old, son. It's getting there. It's getting there. Is it really? What year did it come out? 94. 94. Wow, I didn't know that. Damn. Uh, but yeah, across the board, like Dumb and Dumber makes me laugh as hard as it does, or hard, as hard as it did when I first saw it, as it does now. And that's after probably an unhealthy amount of times watching it. And for me to be that engaged with it still is a remarkable feat. And Goodwill Hunting, nothing against that by any means. Hell yeah. Just that casting across the board kills it, and the storyline itself is phenomenal. But in terms of like re-watching value that's what this one really came down to and dumb and number still gets for me it's <laughs> right ditto ditto all those words sir because they're excellent points and i i think the overall nostalgic value would people hate what we're saying or will they because i'm going to put this out incrementally over the week on instagram uh, i want people to get angry i want them to just get oh, they're gonna be angry wild i hope they're angry seeing dumb and dumber slime <laughs> through the shit going from going from trench to trench, working its way this up. Bracket, this bracket is going to piss off a lot of people. Off. I hope so. Um, <laughs> Talk about how Dumb and Dumber, a slapstick comedy, knocked off Titanic and <laughs> Jurassic Park. Like, <laughs> any in what in what well, realm well, is that? In, that is not allowed across any spectrum. But being you know what in any cinephile who. Looks at movies more in terms, you know, overall test of time value in terms of what they actually enjoy. This bracket's going to make them throw up. I hope so. <laughs> I hope they're they're going to. Gonna, but I think have an aneurysm. Our it's, reasoning is not. I mean, it's clearly objective and will not be taken seriously. But our reasoning for why Dumb and Dumber is beating these powerhouse movies is because of the happiness, the overall happiness it's brought us. Whether we're quoting something, say a stranger, I feel comfortable being, oh, big gulp, so I like, on the hopes that they know it too. 
it's just gonna cast a bigger uh well net. you're not gonna go up and say oh you stole my line like no yeah it's not gonna be that's not the quote you drop no um i generally tend to lean toward movies that might mean more to me personally or uh, just overall enjoyment value than, you know, oh, is it an Oscar contender or did it win best picture type? No, so uh, once again, Dumb and Dumber will take the vote for me. <laughs> I acknowledge that Goodwill Hunting is a fantastic movie and it says something, it does something, it means something. <laughs> it and it says something. something. <laughs> and it means something to me. I Like I mentioned earlier, um, that's a movie I just kind of felt good leaving. I kind of liked its take on life and what you should do with it. Yeah. Um, Dumb and Dumber just, God damn, it tickles you. It's it's something that no Every matter- time. That, that will probably be the number one movie I've seen the most in my life. And I'm not complaining about it. I will yeah. regret seeing it again. If it, I might throw it on later for all I know. Um, Why not? Yeah. It's one of those movies and, where it's like, if you see it on TV, you know you have it in your room, but you're too lazy to walk into your room and put it into DVD player or whatever. It's it's on TV. Give me the commercials. Give me the bleep outs. I'll jump in at any point in that movie and keep on watching and quote it the rest of the way. Yeah. Oh my God. How many, how many times have you guys ruined that movie for the, the people you're watching it with? I don't think I can watch it with anyone anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So the other way I saw it too is like if we're talking about movies that you know the lines and words to, there's probably not many movies that I can like sound off more on than Dumb and Dumber. I'd say. I, I might be able to recite that from memory the entire movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or uh, close it's just, to it. Well, I'm willing to go out on a limb. I don't mean to assume. But when I'm looking down at the rest of the bracket, I see Dumb and Dumber waiting for Pulp Fiction and Tombstone to get done with their bloody bout. But I'm thinking we're all thinking that uh, Tombstone is going to be going to the finals. Am I right? I, honestly, when you threw up the bracket, I kind of had this final matchup circle in my Really? Mind. I it's did. Kinda, it's kind of taking I, me by surprise, if I'm being completely honest with you. I thought you guys would have gone Titanic for I my bit. I meant my personal bracket. I did a quick run through to see the movies, and I had those two kind of pegged. I'm like, oh, they'll, they'll probably be meeting. <laughs> I knew when, like, you guys like got so excited about Dumb and Dumber out the gate, and it won over Titanic. I knew this bracket. I was like, okay, f anything's possible. <laughs> 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 this is a walk of what I thought was going to happen completely out the window. So all this is actually rather taking me by surprise. I appreciate that's this, right, Roberts Brothers. Well, that's fair, because like we're obviously not just talking naughty, about, like pure cin cinematography magic. You know, we're talking about like like what really hits home the most. And yeah, Dumb and Dumber, I knew was gonna at least make it out of the second round. I knew that going out the game. Has to. I don't know why I put it up against Titanic. That wasn't uh... no bueno. But, and it's uh... tough because the side Tombstone's on it. In my opinion, it's a lot weaker than the left side of the bracket then too, because like frankly, a lot of great movies on the right side, but not as many like fan favorite. Like I need to see that. that. I, perhaps I put too much stock in Shawshank. I thought you guys were gonna be tickled pink over you that did. fiction. You did. <laughs> yeah, and I uh, was not tickled. I was like, whoa, these guys. No. Projecting us to be more projecting. Uh, <laughs>
because you guys are living in my world. Us to be the <laughs> I want you to be my ideal human beings. Which you are, which you are already. <laughs> too little, too late. <laughs> Sorry. I like, think I solidify the fact that I'm uncultured now. Like, sim- <laughs> uh, oh, you froze. Not necessarily mean that it uh, means something to someone. It means something to us, and this universe is all that matters right now, baby. This is our universe. This is our present moment. Well, an underrated part of all, or under, less, whatever. It wasn't talked about this entire entire bracket, that we all grew up in the 90s. Those, that entire decade kind of dictated how we were going to be the rest of our lives, for better or far worse. Um, so the movies we saw then had a lot bigger impact on us. Right. And especially that time frame i'm not looking at a movie like oh man the way they filmed that scene was really cool okay yeah no i, I see what they're trying to go for there no it was <laughs> big gulps that's cool <laughs> well see you later uh, I you gotta finish that. the quotes yeah. oh cool dinosaurs <laughs> yeah like that was more <laughs> what was appealing to us in that time frame so those are mm-hmm. the ones that are going to mean more like cool like maybe if i had been 15 or so when i saw titanic that might be going somewhere but right i was what seven or eight at the time like i get it like they loved each other and she let him die awesome <laughs> um no so naturally this type of conclusion was pretty much the only way this bracket was designed to go well mister i i couldn't help but agree now that like i think about like what this but dumb, I guess I I was trying to think more objectively. Like, oh, if I was like an Oscar man with my monocle, Dumb and Dumber is just fodder. It's it's uh, you know sacrificial lamb, so to speak. But now that we're, said, that's that's how most cinephiles look at it. I don't want to be that. I want to think passionately and irrationally. And Dumb and Dumber is that Movies for me. Enjoyed. What's that? Ah, you mother. Next one will kill for you. you. Oh, uh, say that again. After for you. You said for you. Shut me in ass. For me? Yeah, you said for me. Cue Aaron voice. Sorry, for me. Uh, <laughs> were you guys like kind of blacked out there or froze for a minute? What What was like the last question? What were, God damn it, what the hell was I talking about? It was less than 30 seconds ago, Aaron. Uh, All right, well then I'll take you over for a second. Uh, please, God help me. <laughs> In terms of like like cinematography, Dumb and Dumber is at the best. I'm best a 16th seed. But in terms of like our opinion, that's a one seed. Everyone knows yeah. it. Like, Dumb and Dumber's <laughs> in the NIT. It's <laughs> hey, God bless. I'm glad we're getting it due. And honestly, this I think this is gonna piss off a lot of people. And I'm I'm happy. I'm happy about it. Oh no. I, I would almost get Instagram just to see the comments on this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I would, God. Lucas, you're getting attached every time I'm posting the progression of this bracket. You're like, this guy, I'm, if I'm getting over the bus, you're going under the bus with me, buddy. I expect updates along the way because. Yeah, yeah. Say in the next week or two, we do a 2000s bracket, and I bet our answers are drastically different to what we're seeing on this one. Uh, let's hope so. I'd like a little more controversy. I want a little more anger, a little fire and brimstone, but we're oddly all like on the same boat on this one. <laughs> yeah.
Again, I think through most of them, most yeah. of them, I think. But it's like as ridiculous as like Dumb and Dumber is, or on any of these, it's I feel like we're backing our choices with solid, just reasons. Yeah, I feel I, like I where yeah. we're coming, from, like I said, I think is a big part of this. Um, I hate to do it, fellas. Dumb and Dumber versus Tombstone. The last, yeah. the ultimo. This is uh, here it is. <gasps> here it is. Who, who yeah, wants to take the stage? I'm gonna drop a hot take right for y'all. Tombstone won for me. Whoa! As the best movie of the 90s. Every time Tombstone comes on, I am enthralled with each and every character. At the same time, even though I know how it's gonna play out and that Wyatt Earp's gonna do his deed and just go to war just for his friend, I'm, I'm still like taken by it, you know? I'm still, when he says he's my friend, I'm like, oh my God. Oh, he's my, he's friend. my friend. Hey, I got, I got lots my, of friends. I don't. I don't. I, dude, that's dude, like, oh, like, yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't. <sighs> Someone's willing to like literally just go to war for their like, for their buddy, because frankly, they showed him random acts of kindness and like they were there for him and that alone is a great enough reasoning for me to like really just like be all on up because like I'm huge on the emotional spectrum. Love that. And at the same time, you're looking at like a sheriff who decides to like suddenly go a little bit renegade and start like beat like things. Like, you tell him I was coming with me. It's like he clearly just like broke protocol all across the board and right. he convinced like friends to go with them and like it's I'm your huckleberry love it the dialogue amongst the entire film is there dumb and dumber yes it hits that special place it's that like slapstick as soon as i'm done watching i'm still laughing and cracking up for the rest of the night but tombstone i feel satisfied at the end i'm like that's it that's what i needed him uh dancing in the snow with his uh lady love bingo <sighs> Ooh, <or the> room service. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> kurt russell i i kind this Reason just popped up in my head of like westerns, they had their time, they had their best of years, they had their golden years. Give the ninety their own flavor and Tombstone. How dare you waltz on in and make yourself known with all of its glory? It is such a f-ing good movie. Like western aside, like just it. Yeah. For some reason, it feels like we picked up the full movie is this, the full story is this, but the movie's just right here of who, why it is, and then it's like okay. Everything's already established. We just have to hold on and let the story f- take us, which it does. Uh, but against Dumb and Dumber, though, now that, like, I feel like that's the snowball for me that got pushed over the hill. And now it's bigger and bigger and bigger. But does it crash yep. into the mighty rock that is Tombstone? Does it crash into a tombstone? I have my answer. So, yeah. Let's, let's hear your – which one did you vote for, Aaron? <sighs> I know mine. <laughs> Dumb and Dumber. It's gotta go. I'm going Dumb and Dumber. Best movie of the '90s. F- it. F- it. <laughs> that was tough because it like. Oh my goodness. Oh, hold on. I'm just. So I. I need to breathe. I yeah. Uh, adore Tombstone. That movie means fucking so much to me. Um, I remember the first time I watched it, I watched it back to back. I watched it twice in a row. I love <laughs> that movie so much. Um, and this, the entire bracket so far has been so difficult because 
trying to balance the, what does it mean to me? What do I think of the actual movie itself? And just like every other movie, you could say Dumb and Dumber went up against, the other movie is a better movie. Yeah, <laughs> it is right? Actually okay, let, let's... Well, I want to put that on the record. Yes, Dumb and Dumber, Dumb and Dumber. worst movie out of every one that's yeah. gone up. Yeah, let it be known. No question. Um, but in terms of what it means to you, it, I, I, like I said, I tend to go with the movies that mean more or have done more for me. Um, Dumb and Dumber gets the vote. That okay. So that is an interesting point there. And that's actually the reason I went Tombstone over Dumb and Dumber is because okay. I have other comedies that I adore. Like we're talking yeah. Tropic Thunders. We're talking Blades of Glory. We're talking other stupid But in terms of Westerns, that list is significantly far and fewer of ones that I absolutely adore and appreciate. Tombstone rocks that, and it hits on every sense totally of the word for it. So, like, how, how can I not just like at the end of the day be like, no, Tombstone, I'm I'm leaving I'm leaving with Phil on this. This is my Western intake, and that's why I beat out Saving Private Ryan earlier too. There's a lot of war movies I really enjoy. Yep. But is Saving Private Ryan the best war movie? No. Tombstone's the best Western, in my opinion, and Dumb and Dumber might be the best comedy. But if we're gonna look at overall like movie, then I'm going Tombstone. True, true. The only reason I, and for the same exact points you were just talking about, West, or, um, Tombstone not only saved the Western genre for a time, but it also made it, it, it made the best one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, the difference being, and I agree there's different comedies out there, but I noticed that a lot of the comedies I tend to like have either starred Jim Carrey or had very quick, witty humor like Jim Carrey. So Dumb and Dumber as a comedy impacted my personality more. That one had a more lasting effect with me on that side. It affected the way I saw humor, the humor I liked and the jokes I made. Um, whereas Tombstone didn't affect my personality as much. That's the only, the only diff reason I chose Dumb and Dumber. Otherwise, I was gonna go Tombstone. But the we had to make our decisions though. Then Chris, and, uh, course, I, no, yeah, oh, yeah, yes, well, Lucas. Much like other debates, like I'm done between Jurassic Park or whatever, and some of the other brackets. Like it's not that I'm discounting the other movie by any stretch. It's just yes. by the slips of margins. Also, we're not looking okay. at technicalities, but I. The elephant in the room here is that I've given my answer to Tombstone. You've given yours of Dumb and Dumber. Aaron, you're just sitting in the middle right now. Where are you? Oh at? no, I, I went. I went Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, he, he called Dumb and Dumber as well. I went Dumb and Dumber before that, and I apologize, but, not, you know, I don't apologize, but in no disrespect to Tombstone, my favorite Western. But my reasons for it that I didn't think about as much because, uh, Chris, it's just going to completely uh, copy and paste what you said. Like, Jim Carrey's essence, who he was in the 90s and when I was growing up as, like, this, this weird little kid. Imagine me, but, you know, in child form. Now, same child, bigger body, yeah. <laughs> of just... Being able to be wacky, use your body, like be animated, just like that. And I feel like, like Chris, what you said, like exactly as you said, shaped my personality more. Not just dumb and dumb, dumb and dumb for just like, it's so stupid, but it's it's funny for some reason. They hit the secret sauce. Like, are the skis yours? Yeah, both of them. <laughs> and he's, he's like, he's like genuinely like amused by it, and then. Sea bass paying for all the food. Like it was just hold on. Yeah, I think I got an idea. Like it's just some like major thing in his life. 
Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> Extra gloves. Like it's just so silly. Like it's, it's the perfect amount of silly. Whereas the new one just missed in all capacities. I don't even, I've, I'm sorry for even mentioning it. I'll say, well, but, let's not do that. No. And, um, yeah, for, for its impact on me as a silly little man these days. Thank you, Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels. I, I gotta say I'm a little bit surprised by the taste on it. Your reasonings absolutely make sense all across the board, but I don't know. I'm gonna go like all around cinematography for the first time in this oh. entire bracket. <laughs> oh, now we take out. <laughs> oh, oh, sip on your tea, my lord. Well, I'll say when you guys get cultured, you realize that Tombstone clearly won. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Uh, no, I let, we, we we touched on it earlier that by no means is Dumb and Dumber the best movie out here. And like Tombstone, just like, I didn't really think about it as much, but yeah, the way it's shot. So like the fire in the background of like when they're walking to the OK Corral, like you just, oh, I don't know. Everything about it, like, they no. can't shelf wide. Come on. Tombstone is a way that just can't really be quantified. <laughs> yeah. I also like furthers my point for Tombstone there is that it set the bar for the other Westerns. Oh my God! I don't think Dumb and Dumber set the bar for the case. I think that other comedies like did their own thing, and that was all fine. That they're all still funny, but Tombstone was like no. You can count on Western, one hand you know? how many quality westerns have been made since Tombstone. Yeah, honestly, it doesn't even take the whole hand. Three ten to three ten to Yuma. Let me just put in that one. That, that was the next one. That's my second favorite western. Absolutely. Um, love Return to 100%. Let's go. The 2000s bracket, we'll have that discussion. But um, Modern Westerns. Yes. Um, because yeah, we had to a make great... a decision. Of Dumb and Dumber. We had to make a decision. But okay. As you're going to say, Chris? No, no, no. Same. same. <laughs> that was it. We made our decisions, and it was tough. But Dumb, I, I don't feel bad looking at this bracket now, seeing Dumb and Dumber with the crown. Happier than seeing Bran with the crown, I'll tell you that much. Emotion took reins on this, bro. Oh my god, yes. And I'll try to make that known in the comments, but people usually don't read any comments on Instagram yeah. of like, I know this is wrong, but what like I don't know. Yeah, like, I, I could on the comment section, that's all. I could have said Tombstone and felt equally as like confident in it because Val Kilmer is probably like my favorite like acted part ever. Like, yep. like, uh, you know, Doc Holliday, Joker, uh, or Heath Ledger as, as Joker, yeah. even Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, like just you, truly unique characters that I just get off on. It's, it's fabulous. It's fabulous. Yep. Um, yep. I'm not disappointed how this turned out. I am absolutely not disappointed. No, I, I, I feel no regret. Very good. Now that we've all, you know, purged our tears and our souls, we're going to wrap this up. With a nice little off the cuff, we got ten questions. They're usually, like just off the top of your head. They're they're random. I did not send them to you either. You do not know what they are. They could be anything. I'm all scared. Please, uh, don't be too scared. Don't be too scared. Just smidge. It's the hint of danger. Yeah, hint of danger. Like like it all just blow up. All right. First question: uh, leftover pizza or leftover ribs? Leftover pizza. No pizza. Pizza. Ribs are so good though. Mommy's ribs. <laughs> ah, oh, they're messy. Pizza. Plus, I got leftover pizza waiting for me as we speak. It's gonna be a good I day. I mean, do you eat, you eat leftover ribs cold? No, warm them up. No, warm them yeah. up. 
Warm them up. Lucas. Uh, no pizza cold. If you're going to, my little brother taught me the technique. If you're going to have leftover pizza, put it in the oven. Bake yeah. it a little bit. Yes. But it can be eaten cold. It can be. That's fine. The with versatility the, there is what reigns supreme. With ranch. Oh, obviously. Yeah, yeah we're ranch guys. We're ranch guys, right? Absolutely. Ranch, ranch. guys. Ryan Ranch. And with pizza, I'm a big uh, crushed red pepper guy. Absolutely. I <laughs> And I found some pretty damn good Chipotle hot sauces that go well on pizza. F yeah. Look at us. I want to do a food podcast too and just talk about foods and get fat like food port episode. We're savants. Savants. Uh, all right, very good. We answered question number one. Uh, number two, uh, do you pee in the middle of the movie or do you risk it and hold it painfully for more hours to come? Possibly taking away from the enjoyment of the movie. Uh, you, cut, you cut out the risk it what? Uh, do you risk it and t uh, go pee in the middle of the movie, or, or do you risk it and hold in the pee, possibly taking away from the, your overall enjoyment of the film? Uh, I hold it. I hold it. You hold it? I don't. I, I would rather sit there and at least see the movie. I will. <laughs> I agree. I've had that happen where it's like kind of affected the way I'm viewing the movie, but I can still think about it later and kind of reassess after I finally pee, uh, peep. But I will I will not miss a scene in theaters, no. no. I'm, willing, I'm willing to miss a three minute segment during a movie just to go pee because frankly, the more I think about having to pee during it, the more it takes away from what I'm actually focusing on there too. And Conferson was literally wet his pants before. I'm not willing to risk that. <laughs> Therefore, don't, don't do it. it is worth <laughs> in the theater just to go and come back. So I'm okay with that. Does it take away, and I and I hope I'm gonna miss something that's really crucial to the movie. I'm absolutely hoping I'm not, but yeah, it, it allows me to enjoy the back half of that movie a lot more if I have an empty bladder. I got yeah, I, that's my I sentiment. am just terrified. I am petrified of missing something. With the with, in the uh, two-hour movie, missing say four minutes tops. Say you power walk to the bathroom. There's a nice empty urinal. You just squeeze. With my luck. <laughs> And then you get back and you're feeling good. You're feeling lighter. You might even get a re-up on your popcorn a little bit since you're up and about. Get an icy. All right, fuck this question. What flavor icy are you guys? Icy? Yeah, cherry, ch cherry or Coke? Coke? Cherry. Cherry. You're Coke, yeah. Lucas? Who the fuck is this guy? Who brought this guy? Who brought this guy? Unless you're putting rum or whiskey in there. There's no Jesus Coke. Christ. <laughs> If you're okay. looking at traditional like flavors, yeah, you can go fruity. That's more of a snow cone at that point. No, I'm talking like snow real cone. icy, fucking, like yeah, coke. Says, says the snow cone guy, huh? Yeah, snow yeah. Cone guy. Look at this guy. I want that. I want that. I'll just get a coke and put some. Idiot! 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 Yeah. Well, you know, it's like okay, which one's out of order more? No, coke. Everyone's like, oh god, I guess I'll settle for cherry now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> settle Everyone for knows. cherry. It's the preference. You son of a bitch. Anyways, sorry, sorry, I uh, I digress. Uh, popcorn or nachos at the movie theater? Wow. Okay. <laughs> or what is your favorite movie theater concession? There is nothing better than popcorn. You, it's just it's what goes with a movie. Do you salt it? I absolutely salt it. I Very don't good. always butter it, but I will for sure salt it. You don't butter your goddamn popcorn. You ain't swimming in your box. Christ, Chris, who are you trying to impress? 
prefer to swim in a different box, but yes. So. <laughs> oh my God, how many times you like you left the movie and there's just a damp puddle of, of uh, melted butter on your lap? Never, because I don't butter the pot. <laughs> Lucas. Okay. Uh, like popcorn, I don't like it inside movie theater. I don't like it outside movie theater. No matter what, I'm not a popcorn Shame. guy. I am going. I, know, I I stand firmly yeah. against Shame. popcorn of all sides. All times people like cheddar popcorn. No kettle corn. Kettle corn. No kettle corn. No, what is the matter with you guys? No. Oh, I just lost the patient. No. So here's the thing. Like I'm sneaking beers in the movie theater regardless. If I'm paying for a movie, I'm not paying to bring drinks in too. I'm gonna drink mm. my beer. You guys enjoy your popcorn. I'm gonna have a damn yeah. fine time. You guys go ahead and enjoy popcorn. It's not for me. I know what I'm about, and that's gonna be. I'd rather sneak shit and feel better about it than settling for paying overpriced popcorn. There is no better feeling than when you pull out the like Lagunitas uh, IPA bottle to say, <laughs> when you're uh, in the theater. There we go. All right. Let them come. So there uh, was time that we went to like a big group of us. I'm talking like a big group for a movie theater. It was about 16 people. We went in and watched American Sniper. Yeah. It was like, that movie has like really hit and miss moments where it's very loud and sometimes and very quiet sometimes too. And there was one moment where it's like multiple people thought it was a good idea to like crack a cold one at that time. And all of a sudden, halfway through, there's like a scene where it's really loud. Then all of a sudden it jumps like, because it goes back to his wife, like when it's like a war scene, like when she's like pregnant. And it was like really loud for a second. And then it goes to her being quiet. And then all of a sudden in a theater filled with people, all you hear is, <laughs> Bad timing. And it like really took away from how serious and detrimental that scene was to the movie. Like, Selfish. So Selfish funny. sons of bitches. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, moving on, gents. Moving on. Uh, we got one on one naked combat. And what this means, it's two people that I'm about to introduce to you. Uh, Fighting one-on-one -on -one naked combat to the death. No, there's no weapons. It's just balls and brains and cunning. Uh, we got John Gruden versus Bill <laughs> Belichick. Oh and it's a uh, best out of seven. So it's like you die, you get revived. And uh, yeah, best out of seven matchup. John Gruden, Gruden's grinder versus the hood. Without the hood. <laughs> Oh my god, we're talking about the most obscure fighting matchup of all time. It's gonna be wild. He's the bruiser, he's rocking the situation. You know he's taking body blows all day from Gruden, but all it takes is one good hammer arm from Belichick and Gruden's a sack of potatoes, like guaranteed. I feel like Gruden could like pull this out though. I feel like Belichick gets two, two wins. Maybe he has like, he has his tech tactically sound movements or whatever, but I feel like Gruden's too angry. He's lost too many times in the past year and a half. Uh, he's he's ready to, he's about to go Antonio Brown on Belichick. He's about to go crazy on I can't believe this is a conversation I'm having, but okay. Yes, you are, and people uh, are gonna listen no. to it. I feel like Belichick's gonna do the scouting report, you know, he's gonna do the videotaping, kind of figure out how Gruden fights. Watching Gruden's uh, fighting uh, techniques, absolutely. It's it's youth and craziness against the old Darth Sidious. It, Darth I'm going Sidious. Gruden. I'm going Gruden. <laughs> Gotta go Gruden. Gruden's gonna bob and weave, but I don't think Gruden can take one as well as Belichick can. You know? <laughs> like, no, I, I, I feel like Gruden's Gruden's missing a few screws, man. It's yeah. <laughs> if you if you accept a, a job to coach the Raiders, you gotta be yeah some kind of crazy. I don't know. I'm 
I'm putting my hat in for Belichick because frankly, like, one, that dude's like, that dude's thicker than people realize. He's not like a small dude. He's not. Therefore, like, we're talking Gruden's out of his way with McGregor, you know, whenever he fights out his weight class. I just hate cheaters. Belichick's a cheater. Therefore, I hate him. Nice sorority shirt, Chris. You know it. Told you guys and ties. You animal. Um, what is a better animal noise? Is it a gobble or a moo? <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm going. Go, I'm going gobble. It's a hundred percent gobble. Yeah, yeah, I'd say it's gobble. Uh, this is why I was scared. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, no, dude. I just cool. just making sure you're not a crazy person. I'm actually gonna say I gobble all along. <laughs> is a better noise than a moo, but the thing is, moo has so many like negative aspects that you can. Apply. Yeah, there's a context. Nobody gobbles to make a statement. If you moo, like somebody's fat, oh, or okay. <laughs> or uh, oh no, I feel like kids are asked more so in elementary school what sound a cow makes rather than a turkey. Kids are like, True. but which one do you have more fun saying? <laughs> you don't say Woo! gobble. You have to. You have to become the turkey. You can, anybody yeah. can go uh, moo, but when you gobble, you go go gobble gobble gobble. No, you don't say gobbles. If you've ever heard a turkey gobble, you gotta become the turkey. And let me hit you with some knowledge that I learned about turkeys. That dangling red scrot by their beak. It's called a. What's it called? A snood. <laughs> it's called a snood. It's called a snood. Wow. Now learning you know. Things. Yeah, learning things. But anyways, I'm glad we got that out of the way, you guys. In terms of like sheer detrimental about what you can do to another person's psyche by mooing at them is phenomenal. <laughs> yes, underrated. Underrated. Yeah, that's pretty I, good. I'd say. I'm a big fan of buying real estate in someone else's head, and if you moo at them, it's clearly going to be like they're going to down and like reevaluate. They're thinking about it before they go to bed at night. That's for damn sure. You can go. It's a <laughs> I know, I mean. Was Thanos wrong in his actions? Was who? Was Thanos wrong in his actions? Sorry, you froze on the question. Was Thanos wrong in his actions? No. <laughs> no. Maybe a little misguided in the approach, but the reasoning was sound. I feel, yeah, I'd have to agree. Um, like, actually, no, across the board. I'm not even saying misguided. I'm say he's not wrong at all. It's a fair system. He did it just like randomly in half, but you know, like, yeah, maybe, maybe we lost some fucking like super scientists, but you know, at the same time, maybe we lost a lot of other really bad people too. I'm down for it being fair. What no, if no, no. They... I love all that. I love. The... Fairness, it could be president or it could be the homeless dude on the corner. Like, it's going to happen. Probably should have had something in place to make sure, like, the systems didn't come crashing down around us and all of a sudden, like, the nuclear lab is still staffed and doesn't blow up on everyone. But I Maybe. agree that um, takes away from the fairness of it. I would but say. No, no the, the reason for what he did is, no, I got no problems. Like I said before. <laughs> hey, hey, acha! It's like, would there have been an endgame movie if everybody that died happened to be serial killers, rapists, pedophiles, people from the Southern Hemisphere, a.k.a. everybody outside of the United States? 
if wow. half of everybody that died, <laughs> would the Avengers give a <laughs> shit? If, if uh, the United States and Wakanda was was virtually untouched, not one citizen died, but all like the billions in India in squalor, uh, the citizens of North Korea, are all the dictators, the homeless, or drug addicts. <laughs> <laughs> like what if it just by chance it just happened to be sorry i'm on a roll roll it back roll it, roll it, back. <laughs> roll it back no i will say uh, though as uh, life continues to go on especially during all this craziness i find myself agreeing more with endgame thanos than infinity war thanos <laughs> i mean if you if you just like took out all the bad people in the world, I think even Chris Evans is going to be having a hard time saying, no, that was a bad move. No, I was like, oh, that's true. That's yeah. good right now. I guess it would be equal. You need bad to be good. All right, so here's the situation. You guys are on the crapper. What is the first app that you open on your phone? What are you going to first? Hi, funny. Hi, funny. God, I'm boring. My email. Wow. Yeah. It's not even a YouTube video. Best place to get work done. <laughs> I'm not even looking at voicemail. You, you just, um, I mean, that's what I like interact with people. Think of memes. Next is Twitter. Twitter, it, uh, I don't go there nearly enough. Maybe that's you a good thing. One? Yeah, I have one. Oh. Yeah. I think it's, yeah. Uh, I think it's trial and error, bro. Oh, <laughs> that's, the, that's the handle. Uh, <laughs> iFunny is for sure mine. That, and then a little mix in with Instagram, I'd say. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, what's. <laughs> iPhone is a good step for me there because, like, I don't know how long I'm going to be there, and iPhone is just along for the ride at that point. So. Man, I know for a fact that the time I'm spending pooping and the time that I'm on my phone is way off, and usually, more often than not, my legs are numb when I'm walking out. <laughs> just limping around. I mean, if you don't have those red marks on your knees, did you even go to the bathroom? Very, very Gotta have them. Gotta have them. Oh my god, I get that all the time, like playing Game Boy on the crapper back when I was a lad, not allowed to play uh, video games during the weekdays. So I'd take yep. like two hour craps, just game, just going all out in Pokemon. Next question, <laughs> what's more essential, boys? Correction officers or paramedics? <laughs> uh, <laughs> honestly, first first thing that came to mind is paramedics. Actually, paramedics, like people are start going crazy, but like if there's Riots and shit. Say not just correction officers, but police in general. Like, dude, no yeah. doubt about my mind. Even before you clarified, I'm saying police officers, guaranteed. Like the, the world needs some law and order there. And honestly, paramedics just like, you know, keep people alive. And like we get like people where they need to go. But at the same time, like without laws and orders, then we're gonna need even more medics. You know, it's, if if the power goes out for some reason and people don't have food, yeah. It's yeah, going down. Sure. I would, I, oh my God, it's so necessary. You lose. Good day, sir. <laughs> Y'all are frozen. Uh, oh, there you uh, like, yeah, both are obviously invaluable services uh, all across the board, but frankly, without police, then frankly, the world's are already like, going I'd down. Be, I'd be, I'd be pretty, I'd be pretty goddamn scared. You're f Very good. Uh, manicures or pedicures? Manicures. Never. No, one hundred percent manicures on my side too, because like I can't deal with people touching my feet. I gotta go. I gotta go feetsies. Gotta no, go. I gonna, well, I was gonna say you see hands more. Like when I'm looking, when I'm with a girl, I'm, the hands are more prevalent than the feet are. Mm. Yeah, you say that until the night comes around. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you got them soft hands. 
Uh, last question. It's kind of a fun one to, to end the day, you know, to, to wrap this thing up. Uh, why has God forsaken us? Naughty. <laughs> why has God forsaken us? <laughs> Uh, have you ever read a history book? Have you oh seen my god! In general, have you, <laughs> you seen the world around us? Yeah, I meant I guess for the past like billion years, why has God forsaken us? This was a long time coming. This is like paradise, honestly, compared to the rest of history. <laughs> yeah. Spanish flu killed me. Go back to something that we like, briefly touched on earlier, and I'm going to blame one person in particular for this. Uh, director of Last Airbender, M Night Shyamalan. Oh that, god! <laughs> this is happening. <laughs> He brought this upon us. <laughs> yeah, I'll say there's no doubt in my mind that you can't make that good of it, like that well done of a series into a movie that was just debatably one of the bottom ten movies of that decade. So I, I never saw it, but I'd say Dragon Ball Z could go up in the running for a worse Ooh. movie adaptation. I can't believe really I watched it. Not even worth your time. That's a damn fine answer. So You're bad. Really yeah, it's pretty f awful. <laughs> uh, let's end it on up or get uh, just a shout out of movie. Like, just maybe, are there any movies we didn't acknowledge that maybe we should have of the 90s? From the 90s? Yeah. Well, Lucas already mentioned The Rock, and that's a damn good Rock. I feel like we, I feel bad that didn't make it. Mm, so, there was one that, like, it's tough because it's right on the cusp, much like, um, what was it? It came out in uh, it came out in 2000, so it's not technically a 90s film, but it's like not like quite in like 2000s realm. Yeah. Gladiator. That's well, like if we do a sequel. All right, I'd be very down. So the sequel is going to be 2000s, the uh, 2000s movies. Yeah, I would give like the year 2000 to part of. Yeah. I give. No, up, I, was, uh, I don't. I don't mean to get all like you know get all political on you guys, but for me, when the 90s ended, the day the 90s ended, 9-11-2001, that's when everything, I want to say, changed. That's when, like, yeah. whatever, and it's, yeah, we've had serial killers and shit for every decade, had its staples, but the 90s, I feel like it was an apex of sports and entertainment and all that, everything came crashing down on 9-11. The, the cultural impact that that had across all media cannot be understated. That was... I said, did I say we're going to end this on a number and bring in 9-11? Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, God. Jennifer Aniston on screen isn't bad. Nope. Courtney, Courtney, young Courtney Cox, I'd say in Roadhouse. Is that 80s Roadhouse or is that 90s? 80s. I think 80s? that's 80s. Is it yeah. 80s? God damn it. Whatever. Let us not uh, skimp on the lovely ladies that grace the screens. Of course not. In the 90s. Not. God bless them. It's a 90s film, then I think it believe, uh, I believe it belongs on the list. So, absolutely. Well, gents, I uh, appreciate you coming on, spending a couple hours. It's been a couple hours. It's been two and a half. Goddamn, caught up a little bit, and uh, I think <laughs> we'll talk about action movies or possibly two thousand moving into the two thousand movies. But just we're gonna go through year by year, picking them apart and putting our obscene bias on which movies are best. I, I would be intrigued to see the difference in approaches on the next bracket. Oh my god! I, and I hope people are pissed off. I <laughs> uh, cool. and you rest assured you will be updated, sir. But all right, Roberts Much brothers. Well, I'm for full disclosure, Chris, I'm of the prior brackets that Aaron's done to let you know the like 
lack, like the apathetic look that he took towards all these things. So I would be very willing to show you why I think this was most well done bracket across percent. Like remarkable. You had a, like all across the board, you had great movies listed, Aaron. That was a very well done yeah. list of if you're choosing 16 movies from a 10 year that was a good this is a very good list. Thank you. But cool. Chris, I'm gonna show you about the progression of other Gone on the past, so I think that's a fair point. Right. Trial and error, man. <laughs> All right, you guys, stay safe, stay healthy out there. Goddamn, you guys are in some uh, risque professions, but I know you'll come through. You as well. Will do. I'll be safe at home. <laughs> All right. That was good fun. All right, you guys. You lose. Good day, sir. <laughs>